in the sand I'm walking to whole court truth Gonna splash the contrast Cause it's the illegal opinions podcast still right i know you in the car yeah am i being still can you hear me moving i mean you're not driving anywhere is what no I mean. nigga <laughs> i ain't know if you had to drive around and do this i'm in the garage i'll be that would be crazy now shit now if we were getting a check for real that yeah yeah no if we was getting a check for real you're not allowed to die after we make it <laughs> mm. that's that's not that's not what's gonna happen that's fair all right well Welcome back to another Illegal Opinions Episode 9, the last place for real talk. Come with an open mind or leave mad. The choice is yours. I'm your host, Sam Ridley, the man you love to hate. Sam, you get on my last nerve. Here with my main 100 grain, Marcus Palmer. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all are getting a whole lot better week to week with sending me his hate mail, so I appreciate that. Yeah, keep keep sending it that way. That way is fine. You See, no, that's not, that's not what I meant. That at way. all actually um you need some of this smoke that you creating no i'm cool <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like that hey today man we got i told people we'd have some celebrities up here right yeah they thought we was playing bro they thought i was playing right they think i'm playing nah i don't play like that so we got our first female on the show because i know y'all keep on saying you know y'all need a female voice and all this and that well first guest and first female so yeah you knock it out in one bucket right blow <laughs> see and we never had to do it again no nah, but um <laughs> now nah, i want to introduce y'all to a very special celebrity she is a grade school teacher mm-hmm. okay give it up give it up for t anita everybody give it up for t anita what's up you guys Hey, thank you. Thank you for coming on to the, to the show. Uh, it, it was important to me, for real. Me and Marcus have been talking about having a female on the show yeah. for about, what, three, four episodes? Because, you know, in the earlier stuff, women was like, oh, yeah, y'all need a female voice because y'all got the game twisted. I'm like, don't y'all have enough shows that like, All the give shows. y'all's perspective? All the shows, right? All the shows. Female so, so shows. I don't, underst- I don't understand where it came from. I really don't. But whatever. We got a female on the show now. We uh, just need a little something to balance out all this masculine energy. Oh, um, masculine energy. a whole lot of stuff wrong. We're not getting nothing wrong. It's not true. It's an opinion. How about that? True, true. Apparently illegal now, right? It better be. I guess. Ah, damn it. Well, I'm here to give you a little bit more of an informed opinion. Oh, okay, I guess. Shit. All right. I guess we're going to find out then. Well, check it out. This is how we normally get things started. I typically just ask Marcus how his weekend was uh, because something always happens that stems some sort of other conversation. Uh, anything interesting happened to you, bro? Not really, no. Um, well, all right. We got a fucking show to do. That's um, it. <laughs> <laughs> Not nothing I want to talk about right now. Like It's some, some stuff I'm working on that's still in motion and it's kind right. of a part of... Um, that deep dive we'll go into one one day um, about investing, and right, especially right. in the way the economy is now, um, it, it it would probably be a, a good conversation to have as to uh, being fearful or 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 taking a risk and being brave. Um, a little a little a little quote that I'm gonna get all the way fucking wrong, but I don't care. Hey, you know it's okay. It's okay. Like um, I believe Warren Buffett said something that sounds like, um, when the economy 
it's kind of shaky. The people that lose are the people that sell. And the people huh. that win are the people that buy. And you take that risk. So, mm. depends on what you want to do. So, when it when it's, when it's time and it makes more sense to, I'll get into it. But, nah, man, nothing. I did a lot of chilling and staying well, my was, ass inside. Just what you said kind of makes sense to me. Just on the, the notion of everything's low right now. So, if you buy now and wait for it to rebound. Yeah. Then, yeah. you know, you're going to be one of the big winners. But you got to have that capital up front to do that. So a lot of times it depends. It depends on on there's different ways, man. And there there are a lot of different ways to to make certain moves that don't require you to have a lot of money. Um, I think that's where a lot of people, a lot of brown and black people probably get um, confused. And is that this is the quick example would be a house like you see a house and you go, you you love it. You talk to somebody about it. They say the house is one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. And you're like fuck i don't have one hundred twenty thousand dollars, but the investor's mind is okay where can i get five percent of that right where can i get uh ten percent of that who who can i talk to to give me a certain a certain amount so that i'm not breaking myself to make this move and that's where a lot of people need to start changing their their um their mind on their the way they think because this this investment i'm making now I was really on the fence, man, and I was like, well, I don't want to put that much of my money up because the economy is shaky. But yeah. how can I fix, like, the thought is the, the rich people, not rich, I'll say successful people have a thought is of, of, of um, I want that, and it's not that I can't get it, it's how do I get it. Right. Like, what what's my solution to getting that? And that, I, I went through that over the weekend. I was trying to, you know, I was like, man, I really want to make this move. It's a risk, but I think it's a, it's a smart risk. It's going to pay off. But, I hope so, man. But how am I going to get there? And I, I just kind of figured out how to get there over the weekend. That's what my weekend kind of was just that. Just see, me sitting around reading, doing research, and trying to figure it out. See, that's something that I found interesting about this whole COVID-19 thing is as bad as it is, for all involved, like we're never going to act like it's not serious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's given me ample time. I saw a post on Facebook today and this girl just posted like, I guess I can't use that excuse of I didn't have time. I'm still not doing shit. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Definitely. And yeah. I immediately got up and started doing research on stuff that I had meant to do for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's been a, a, a big thing with me, too, because. Um, we've been winging it as educators you know like we're in a whole like area uh, that um a lot of us haven't prepared for and don't know what to do with so it's uncharted territory right right and we're so used to like moving and moving and moving and and now we have all this time on, on our hands and um we need to like like i've been getting into my creative bag too and trying to um you know take care of all the projects and stuff that i've been that i've been putting off because you know as a teacher i'm like i don't have time i don't i don't have time i gotta put out this fire and that fire but now you don't have the 30 kids in front of you so exactly can't you is it easier or is it harder oh it's 
easier because one thing we we say, I'm sorry, one thing we say as teachers is that all we want to do is teach, you mm. know, and a lot of times we don't even have time to do that because we spend so much time with behavior and paperwork like i did not realize how much paperwork there was in teaching until right. <laughs> <laughs> to there was none <laughs> yeah exactly yeah like so now all i'm doing is teaching and supporting and i mean i still miss you know being with the kids and stuff right um but i am getting to do a lot of things that i've been putting off for a while and that's that's pretty good now yeah. would you say with this whole thing happening, it might change the landscape of teaching. Like, I, I, this is something that, you know, they were reluctant to do. They didn't want to ki- put the kids out of school so early and all the debate back and forth. What if somebody somewhere goes, hey, we're paying them to drive into these schools with these kids. We don't even have to feed them anymore. Like, we could just have them do this from home when no. this is all said and done. No, it is failing. Like, <laughs> no. Okay. No, it's so many kids that have not checked in. Like, kids are, they don't know what these kids are doing. And it, they, you, they're going to see the fallout for, from it in the fall. Of, I mean, it's going to be. So you're learning, you're learning about the parents. Like, like most of the time, it's the parents oh. learning oh, about the teachers. Oh, I already knew that. <laughs> right. So now it's the teacher's turn <laughs> to judge the parents, like, directly in that way. Right, right. Yeah, and we're talking like inner city school type of stuff, you know. So like, I I've only caught a glimpse of some of these parents, you know. That when I go to pick up my kids, and I fucked around one day and went to pick up my kids in a suit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm looking good, you know. The mamas is up there coming to pick their kids up. They still got on oh, Garfield Lord. slippers. I don't even know where you can find them at, you know. <laughs> like how you have a hand me hand me down. So, I'm get out the car. I got my suit on. The wind is blowing though, right? Oh come on, so it, man! It, no, 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 brother. Check, 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 check me. I'm fly right now. Okay, I'm feeling it. So I get out, and the wind catches my jacket. You feel me? So I, just, so my brain kicked in. It was like, put your sunglasses on. Put your sunglasses wow, on. So you went straight. While you, you get went out, all Mike Lowry. You went Mike Lowry. Wow. Mike Lowry. Not Mike Lowry. Bullshit. hey hey i was fresh so i got you i I did that i'm walking across the street in a little crosswalk or whatever and his mom rolls her window down and was like who daddy is you Mm. i was like nah see this did nah this ain't happening this ain't happening you was about to get a whole new family Uh -uh. you know she had like nine kids (laughs) hell no but her refrigerator full though with them wick checks so check it out (laughs) i pick I picked up the kids and all of that and got up out of there. But for real, that's how the parents are out there. They're picking up their kids. And honestly, you, you notice, I think, through this, a lot of parents are using school as daycare. Yeah, and nothing sure. more. They, yeah. they don't care about the kids' education at all. So it just turned into a, well, I know they'll be gone for six, seven hours. You know, I can go give uh, Lenard some pussy and he'll give me some money, that sort of thing. You wow. know, but it's sad, you know. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Speaking of that, though, like, so, you know, you're doing the teaching from home thing. Y'all, I'm assuming, have to teleconference with the school and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's going to happen, you know, with with this whole thing? What do you like, think? What was that transition end- like? What was that transition like for you to go have, like, I mean, because your life is upside down. Yeah. 
So what was it, what, like? What's that transition like going from going to the to the school every day to now? You're doing like what Sam was saying, the teleconferencing, and I don't know, I don't know if you're skyping or zooming or happy hour, yeah. whatever it's called, uh, the little the little apps or whatever people are using to do this. How's that work? Right. Yeah, it was a little different for us because we were on spring break when all this hit. So it was like the beginning of our spring break, and then I still had a few days to kind of absorb it. And then uh, that Monday hit, and I was like, I don't know what we're going to do because right. these kids don't have, they don't have um, devices. Mm -hmm. So I'm like. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to, like, teach them anything. Yeah. Because I can't even connect to them. So they ended up giving them out packets, but they it took them a week to get the packets out so it's just been a long tedious just like hurry up and wait right and then things change from minute to minute like i get an email one minute and then the, a couple minutes later it's completely different so it's been a lot of change in the last couple weeks you want to talk about the shit you don't you don't think about is that's the thing you don't think about like kids having the technology yeah Damn. It was a bit. It's a big problem, and it's all. It's also weeding out like teachers who don't have the technology uh, or the technological um, oh, okay. education, like a, like an old ass teacher. Right? Yeah, Damn. it's a lot of those. <laughs> no, who, no. I mean, <laughs> like an old ass teacher. No. <laughs> to put it plainly, right? Yeah. Think right. about it. If you got a teacher that you know is already like 50, 60, so you telling her, you know, hit the kids up on Zoom. <laughs> Yeah, and mm. she like the, the dry cleaners. Like they gonna be at wow. the dry cleaners later, right? So yeah. you know, teachers they they gotta figure that stuff out if they're not if they used to doing things the old school way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a lot of them who are setting up those old school ways, they are not very um, technologically they, yeah. advanced. Not just that, but they don't adapt very well. Mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, yeah, stuck, they're setting their, their ways. ways. They're like, I've been teaching the same thing for 20 years. I'm waiting mm. on retirement. I'm That's done. Some, like them, them uh, Danny Glover ass teachers. I'm right. too old for this shit, Riggs. <laughs> <laughs> now, did, did y'all consider so, yeah. though? Like, I saw a Training Day, and they flip pigeons. Could you put the, the work packets on a kid on a pigeon <sighs> and what? and flip? I mean, you probably could, but <laughs> I think they finally figured out they're gonna mail them out. No, I'm saying, remember he was on the roof with the pigeons, like clapping and shit. You don't do that. <laughs> they don't do no. that in the hood. Okay, whatever. No, but one thing I have realized is, um, you know, when back to school time comes back, comes back around, instead of buying all those uh, notebooks and stuff, because I, I don't use notebooks, buy your kid a device. Mm -hmm. Like skip the J's. <laughs> yeah. They don't need J's. They don't need them. Just get them some type of technological device that they can have to themselves and they don't have to share with the family. I, I feel like that's way more important than a lot of crap they put a lot of money into. Yeah. yeah. Well, because they don't, they, they don't that expensive anymore. Like when we were in, we won't reveal our ages since there's a woman on here. But um, <laughs> oh. since, since, um, <laughs> since um, things were, things were more expensive back then, like, getting a could you imagine getting a laptop when you're in high school because they were Hell pretty no. expensive but now things are no. like a, a tablet is super cheap now so yeah. get get the tablet get the fucking wi-fi so because that's why i was talking to a homeboy of mine um a couple of days ago where he was saying that his his wife is a teacher and he was like kids are 
trying to catch rides to Burger King to get the Wi-Fi because their moms don't want or dads don't want to get out of bed to take them anywhere. Number one, number two, the only way they were get, they were getting anywhere back and forth from school was using the bus. So now yeah. that all that shit is over, yeah. the the holes are starting to show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big uh, inequity problem in education. And I think that's the main thing it's uncovering is how uh, inequitable our education system is. But you know what? I don't think it's uncovering it for like the you and me, the, the Marcus, you know, oh, no. mm. it's uncovering it. The, the people that are doing the shit are getting exposed is what it is. Right. You know, the where the money is going, where it's not going. Right. Those sorts of things are like crystal clear now. Yeah. That right. you got to reorganize yeah. because schools like mine, like they pump money, they pump millions of dollars into these schools. It's no reason these kids should not have one to one devices. Like it's no reason. So yeah, I think that's something that's gonna come out of of this whole thing. Also, that's wild. That's wild, man. Um, yeah, I don't even know what else to say on that. No, um, no, it takes it takes something like this to happen for. So, so, so you can see the cracks in the system, the cracks in the foundation. Unfortunately, yeah, but if they're still gonna be worried about their bottom line, yeah, we can see it, but they know that we don't have anything else. So, let's say this thing goes away tomorrow, and it's it's obviously not, you know. Right. But if it goes away tomorrow, they're just gonna go right back to that same system that keeps them rich. So, like, what do you do? Unless we, as the people, hold them accountable. And teachers been trying to do that for a long time, but mm-hmm. we haven't had the respect that uh, or people behind us. I mean, it's been picking up in the last uh, few years or so. But um, yeah, I hope I hope we can keep the fire burning and like do something with this education system because it's a mess. Yeah, I'm yeah. hoping that what happens is when we do go back to school, now it's out there. Like yeah. we saw what you're not doing, so don't try and lie and act like you don't have it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, or that you can't do it. When we seeing what these educators are doing, because the real dedicated ones, they're still doing their damnedest to make sure these kids get an education. Right. So, you know, it's it's a trip. It's a trip. Yeah. Um, we uh, this this past tangent. weekend, huh? So that was a tangent. Oh, I know, I know. But for real, thank you. <laughs> no, for no, it was good. That, that was great. No, that was great. I mean, I like that. It. That was great. Like that's what you're gonna get here on the Legal Opinions podcast. <laughs> A teacher, <laughs> yeah, like for yeah. and here spitting like, that real shit. I know there's a few women that listen to the show. Uh, some that's in the Illegal Opinions podcast group. Shout out to the group, y'all. If you haven't yet, get on Facebook, type in Illegal Opinions podcast. It'll pop up. Mm-hmm. It's always popping in there every day. There's a great conversation in there that just real people are having. So please do that. Um, bone to pick with your ass though. Who's that? Me? You? Yes, you. What I did. Uh-oh. Okay, so a couple pods ago, uh, you told me that you went and watched this show on Netflix called Love is Blind. Yeah. And you told me that I needed to go and watch just one couple. You was like, trust me, dog, it'll take you, you know, 45 minutes or whatever. Well, I didn't want you to watch the whole thing. Shit, Hove did that. Yeah, so so we don't have to go through that. Right, exactly. right, right. I, I love that show. You love that You love that, that show? Yeah. I did from just a, uh, I guess, an anthropological standpoint, like just looking into like relationships and I mean, okay, that shit is crazy, Tianita. Okay, okay, oh yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) First, 
for those of you that are listening that don't know what we're talking about, there's a show on Netflix called Love is Blind mm-hmm. where uh, two strangers, they'll have all the men on one side, all the women on the other, and they have dates through a wall. So they never get to see each other. They're called pods. Yeah, fuck what they call. So they all sitting there. Love pods. <laughs> they're, sitting in their, they're sitting in their love pod, right? Yeah. And they are just conversing through the wall, getting to know each other. And by the end of this, they propose to the other person without seeing them. They didn't have to, though. Never mind. (laughs) They they don't, because if you look back at the beginning, it's a lot of them who didn't make it through the end. So I I guess those are just the ones who chose to propose. Okay, because I just watched a couple that you asked me to watch. Mm So um, they don't have to propose. No, I mean, you know, if you want to see them, of course, the 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 crux of the whole show is if you propose, then we're going to follow you down this path. And if you don't, then get get your bitch ass out of here. So, okay. all right. These people that proposed, they went on to the next honeymoon phase. Yeah, there's that. Okay. They got a whole trip and everything. So that's the premise of the show. But that's not what I want to talk about. Like me and Marcus tend to find the meat in a conversation uh past that like yes i think that the the premise of the show to find love is loony (laughs) i I think it's absolutely nuts but inside the show there's this couple named carlton and diamond Mm -hmm. i'll let you guess which one's the female um um, she dances somewhere i know right but uh, she's not a stripper. But she did dance, though. I just said she danced I somewhere. Mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> even if she was a stripper, I mean. Okay, so here's here's the, the, the thing, right? You mean what? No, what, what, what you mean? Yeah, I mean, she got to get her money. Like, it, right. ain't nothing wrong being a stripper. I feel you. Okay, so they're getting to know each other, right? Whew, I had a question for and you right there. I'm going to leave it alone, though. Mm. Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking through this wall. They're having great conversations. They're getting to know each other. Yes. Any of y'all that have ever seen a reality TV show know that they'll do the cutaways where they're, do, they're talking to the camera so that we can get to know more about the person than the people on the show know. Mm-hmm. So Carlton divulges that he has at one point dated men yes. as well as women. Like to That's... him, a heart was just a heart, even if it was throbbing somewhere else. Okay. He was pansexual. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was yeah. pansexual, like he pansexual, yeah. omnisexual, whatever, yeah, whatever you want to call. Yeah. It. He was one of those. Mm-hmm. So he tells the audience <laughs> this, but he doesn't tell her this. Okay, right. It ends badly. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he proposes to her through the wall before he, he tells, tells her, her that yeah. particular thing from his past. Yeah, that was a problem for me. Okay, they have a big blow-up argument at the end. So let's let's run through this thing. If y'all have seen it already, then hopefully you can join the conversation. If not, seriously, look this couple up. It's a Netflix show. I think it took me 45 minutes to see all the segments they were in at the most. And that was me watching stuff over and over again, too. So check it out. Yeah, it's not a Netflix ad. Just go check no, that not, shit out. not a Netflix ad. Like, you can pay us, though, if you if you want to. Forty nine nine a month, nigga. You know? Um... <laughs> So at the onset of this thing, I just I wrote down some notes that I wanted to. Oh, you got notes? Okay. Light. Yes, bro. <laughs> yes, bro. Because you you the one that told me check this out. Well, I I, so, I was gonna chronicle it, but I didn't want to put everybody through that the whole thing. So I watched all. Was that like nine episodes? I watched all that shit. Oh wow. Yeah. You watched the whole series, bro. Okay, no. But there's there's a, another part at the end. Well, I'll get into it later. Go ahead. Okay. All right. 
So at the onset, this is before they actually saw each other, right? Diamond mm-hmm. said that your past is your past. I yes. wrote that sentence down because she told him that. She was like, whatever is going on in your past, it's your past. You know, I'm trying to move on with somebody, whatever, whatever. And knowing, because I had already seen kind of where it was going, I was like, okay, so how you going to trip after you find out about his past? Mm-hmm. That didn't make sense to me because yeah. now you're a hypocrite. Like, all the way around a hypocrite. She wasn't ready for that. And she even said that. Like, she just was not ready. She, I don't think when she said that in the beginning, <laughs> she, she would have said that. that, that would uh. Yeah. But the, well, let me but, tell you but, about no, this dick, though. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about it is she wasn't ready for that, right? They had that initial thing where he told her that at night, right? They had dinner. She was like, he's kind of weird right now. His vibe is off. So they didn't go eat. He tells her that that night. Yeah. So she had the whole night to sleep through it and think about this shit. And then the next afternoon or whenever it was to go and have a conversation about it. So the initial surprise, I get that part. And even then she was acting cool about it, even though she was looking weird at the camera, like, like while rubbing his back, like, what did this nigga just, oh my God, I've kissed him. Right. Yeah, I kissed him. <laughs> but like, even when she brought it up the next day, like, I, th- I feel like she was coming from a place of like, why didn't you tell me before? Like, this is something big that you held for me. And like, I would have liked to know before I agreed to marry you. OK, but still, like another thing she said was this is the man I've been waiting for all my life. Having so like dudes, two- too. But yeah. but yeah, those two statements together that she made before she even met him and whatever, to me say, you shouldn't be worried about what happened to him and whatever he did in his past. So he proposes, right? And she's giving him, I'm always going to be there for you. You can tell me anything. It ain't going to matter because we happy now. And he goes, I sucked a dick once. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sure it was more than once, but it only took one for her to be grossed out by it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if she was grossed out. I feel like if the if the conversation would have went better, they could have worked through it. But that whole conversation went left because as soon as she started questioning him about it, like his his um, walls came up and he just turned into like something else and just started. Like, no, no. Her walls is what changed that. Mm-hmm. He went he, he went he wasn't about to hit, hit, hit them walls at all. Them walls was nah. Oh, God. Oh, he wasn't about to get in them wrong walls. walls, Marcus. Oh, uh, Marcus. We ain't talking about, all right. No. Yeah. We're not talking about the wet market? <laughs> the the no. wet meat market? <laughs> look, yeah. look, I remember him, he, he wanted to tell her, and I believe he wanted to tell her. He had made this statement where he was like, I don't want to divulge that up front because I want to see where the other person is mentally first. So the reason he ended up telling her, and he still told her before they got married. So to me, it shouldn't even be like a big deal. She like acted like it was, oh, you just omitted this. Like, we ain't married yet. So what you tripping for? I'm telling you about me as we know. How long had they known each other by the time they went on that beach? Like a week. Okay. Maybe. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. It's, it's, it's been a week. Is he supposed to go, hi, I'm Carlton. I suck that dick, but how you doing? No. <laughs> I mean, look, but let's think about the the uh, the show. Like, this isn't just a regular, like, courtship. Like, this is 
a courtship on steroids. So like, so shouldn't she be thinking about it like that too? I, I mean, yeah, but I don't think she just was not ready. And even after she slapped on it, and she, I feel like she was really trying to like Let me sleep understand. On it, baby, right, she baby. was trying to understand. But he he said bitch, and it was it was a wrap. Oh no no no, I'm gonna get to that shit. <laughs> Because that was a well-earned bitch. Well, I'm, look, I'm she, she, went, she went there to talk to him with the intention of leaving that ring there. Yes. Yes. That's what I think. I don't think so. How? Please tell me how. Because it was clear to me, just by her demeanor walking up, her mind was made up. And the reason I think that is because I don't think she cared so much about the fact that he did that in his past than she did about the perception it would have coming from other people. On TV. No, 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 no. I feel like that is completely your opinion. No, no, no. It, it is. Yeah. But no, this yeah. is why. This completely is why. Completely no, unfounded. Okay. Th- no, it is founded. I'm going to tell you why. I'm tell me tell where you why. found it. <laughs> she made a statement that the only thing she was concerned about in their marriage was if her family would accept the circumstances of them getting together. And to me, that was an odd statement to make because that to me says you're worried about outside appearances more than you are your own relationship. I think that the things that she, you know, she was like a dancer for one of these, like, football team, basketball team, something. Uh, she's used to being around a lot of high-profile men. So I think that everybody she brings around comes under scrutiny. So to bring a dude around that has come under a dude mm. might, <laughs> might mm. be a problem. Right. And, th- and then she's going to have to answer to her family. It ain't got nothing to do with him. But I think when she was saying that, she was talking about the show in general. Because I watched the... Um, uh, married at first sight also mm. and that that comes up a lot there too like the families are looking at them like have you lost your whole goddamn mind okay so add that to have you right. lost your mind knowing he was doing that like yeah i mean i think she was making a statement about everything she made it sound like it was just a show but appearances are important to her and she know everybody gonna see this episode where her dude and said this to the world and now everywhere they go she's with that guy look first off the, when I saw when I saw the first episode and they kind of lined everybody up, right? Um, and I saw him talking to the camera. I'm like, that nigga's gay. <laughs> yeah, like the like, gator went off. Yeah, it went off. Weird. I'm like, he's gay. Like the way he's talking, I'm like, this dude's kind of he, he he might not be gay, but he sure is sweet. And then they like, said that just, like everybody that was there was from Atlanta. I'm like, oh yeah, that nigga's gay. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, he down low. He's down. And I thought that, of course, a, a fleeting thought, right, while watching it. But then when he said it, I'm on the edge of my seat because the camera started tightening up. I'm like, oh, he about to say that shit. He going to say it. He going to say he gay. And when he was like, you know, and I've been with some other types of people. I'm like, there's only two types of people, motherfucker. There's men and there's women. So you're talking about you done had a dick or, you know, a dozen. So... I just knew it. There's no good time to just tell somebody that, especially it's if you only known him a week. It's, well, yeah, but you're talking about marrying this person. So I feel like you put it out there and you're going to see what, what kind of person they are depending on how they respond. And that should be done sooner than later when you're under this it time was of this show. It's, she, they signed up for the show. Uh, they signed up for the show, but... But like when, like when Like women don't let dudes fuck in a week so how would you expect him to tell you his deepest darkest secret well they did yeah in a week. like deepest darkest secret 
that that to me is something that is extremely and, and this too this this is the other deeper conversation i wanted to have in it just in general about people in relationships men being vulnerable mm-hmm. okay it's not something and, and maybe i'm just speaking for me so y'all can tell me it's not something that's easy for most men to do because we're taught not to express how we really feel in certain situations okay yeah. um i'm not judging him do what you do that's what you like doing but those were real tears when he was crying talking about his situations and the things he's been through in his past trying to get women to date him and trying to be himself and tell them what happened well he said he ain't never had that problem before and nobody ever responded that way before okay but it's still obviously (laughs) something that's hard for him to tell because at that moment i believe every time he's ever had to face that he's like this probably gonna be our last conversation yeah so so for her to be like i can't believe he wasn't being vulnerable and honest with me you just saw him sit there crying what do you mean he's not being vulnerable i don't understand that logic i i actually don't agree that he wasn't being vulnerable but i do feel like he wasn't ready either like he had some deep down trauma that he needed to work out i feel like even maybe some shame that came with his past i'm sure but um but whenever yeah. you meet anybody you put your best foot forward isn't that what everybody does trying to get to know somebody yeah don't you reveal the parts of yourself that you want them to like and then you start kind of sprinkling in that other shit your baggage yeah but if you go on a show where you're supposed to propose to someone in a week all that's out the window like, not when you, you say a- you're in love exactly because if you're in love and it's unconditional huh huh then uh, it shouldn't matter if you want to be that way then, then say no <laughs> then say no when he when he proposes you're like no nah, i can't do that bro I, I i like you a lot like let's see if we can meet each other like outside of this place somewhere <laughs> like and, and keep the ball rolling give me your ig or something but this here is kind of like you could just said no but instead she says he's the man of my dreams and you ain't even seen this motherfucker and he was doing everything he could to like be i thought he honestly they were a good couple until she flipped on him that's how i felt because he was making sure that he was doing everything he had to do to make her happy they had great conversation she was the man of his dreams all that good stuff he just didn't mention the deepest darkest secret it's like when you meet somebody like in the club let's say right you go to the club you see something you like shorty got a banging body y'all hitting it off later on you find out she had a waist trainer on But mm. she was letting you see her the right way, the way she wanted to present herself. But she was lying, man. You hid all of that oatmeal cream pie stomach. Lying. But that's okay, though. It's like, oh, but do you like me for me? Or are you just worried about that? To me, it's the same It's the same situation. And she's dead wrong. Now, let's, let's get to the part where she went and snapped on him. We're not going to act like... <laughs> that didn't happen. Bro. Bro. <laughs> we're not gonna act like he just called her a bitch outright no that whole conversation went left like it was where to go it was an example of miscommunication it was miscommunication i mean in the sense of like in when you're in an interpersonal relationship like that um you got to kind of go by certain rules and know how to argue and stuff and and they didn't like what, that. What, what did just... you think about the conversation by the pool, Marcus? I think it was it was OK. And then when it got just a little hot, just a little bit, you saw her take the ring off. 
he wasn't paying attention to it because he was looking out towards the pool right so he didn't know she took it off yeah so she so she was like he says you know what i'm saying like we ain't gotta do this or whatever the fuck he said and she's like yeah i don't care either i took the ring off and he like what the fuck <laughs> like when'd you do that so that's why i'm saying she went there with every intention the second it got a little hot she wasn't gonna yeah. with, with the man of her dreams she wasn't even gonna try to work it out you don't i don't care I don't what you gotta say as soon as it gets too hot and, and whatever my reasoning is for not being with you whenever that's not good enough i'm gonna find a way to make it about something you say and then he said the big joker and bam yeah. When he when he called her a bitch, a sudden, that was it. That was all it. All of a sudden, oh oh, I'm a bitch now. And and I was like, did she hear any of the things that she was just saying to him? No. And then I like he made sure he didn't say bitch. Like he didn't just say. No, he didn't. No, he didn't say. He's like, that's why. I, that's why I deal with bitches like you. That's what he said. Yes. Yeah. 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 He didn't like just. It wasn't a straight up like, man, you a bitch. You know, you bitch you. I didn't. That's not what happened. I mean, it's kind of the same, but you know, he just put more yeah, words I mean, around it. Well, either way, once that word comes out, all of that other shit that she was saying to him around what he said to her, it was like she forgot. <laughs> she like conveniently forgot how she was basically like kind of carrying him. Because it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Trigger. It's called a trigger. So you just. You just it's it's like not fighting fair. Like you have to know what to say to people and what not to say. And most women in an argument, you don't call them a bitch. You just don't. As much as I agree with that, I think at that point he knew that she was gone. Because she, she mean, did. Possibly. She took the she took the ring off without him looking because she was like, okay, I found my open. Let me take it off now. I mean, you still shouldn't you shouldn't do that, right? We had that conversation on here before. Like you shouldn't do yeah. that. But absolutely, if, if, you, if you do that. In that kind of situation, why is it okay for you to throw your fucking drink in my face? Literally. <laughs> yeah, is that cool? No, at that point, everything went left. Like, everybody was wrong. It was just, it was a It, was, it was a disaster. Then, no, then he started clowning on her. When he brought up that lace front, yo, like, boy, I've been looking at that thing the whole, the whole show. It's like hanging on. Nah, you know what my shit was? Oh, when she shit. was like, "Keep the ring," and he was like, "I don't give a fuck about no ring." And he like lobbed it in the water. Was like, "Fuck the ring." Yeah, it's over. He's that's why. That's why your wig keeps sliding back. Man, that man, that was shit was. And I was, I thought it was just me. Like I'm tripping. Cause I'm not, I'm, I'm just now getting like wig savvy. So I'm watching it and I'm like, it's why is her hair doing that like that? And then by the time they were by the pool, you know, she slept in it cause she had to wake up for the cameras ready. It was, a, it was a wrap. All right. She did not have that thing tacked down. So, okay. Good. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Finish your point. Finish your point. I, I could tell why she was really mad. Like we've seen men and women argue even when the bitch word come out in real life you know what i'm saying yeah nobody can carry you like a gay dude oh my god a gay dude will fry your ass like i'll do the dozens with somebody you don't want to do no gay dude like i'll jank you and i could probably beat your ass you fuck around when a a gay dude tell you that your hair is fucked up (laughs) shit real personal bro (laughs) this is true that is real done yeah it was like she was like, I'm not going to take this from no... Ooh. Hey, then Ooh, the, he, he is gay. The next time you saw her, she was at the front desk of the hotel crying like she working that motherfucker. Head down and shit in the lobby, mm-hmm. sobbing. 
I'm like, why are you crying now? You went through all that shit with this dude. And that's what I'm saying. The emotions behind you saying you will marry somebody that you are, that you're that in love with them with somebody you don't fucking know. Yeah. You got to relax with that shit. Cause that's kind of like what I want to lead into is, is the, the institution of marriage. What do you guys think of that? I mean, we could, we could base it around the shows that we've been watching for the last 20 years, the bachelor and the bachelorette and fucking this love is blind thing. And the swan and all that shit. Like, where do you think, the institution of marriage lies today with things being the way they are. I think we can talk about it devoid of those shows because those shows kind of, in my opinion, cheapen and shit on the institution of marriage. Right. To me. Yeah, because to go on those shows, you kind of have to like not really value it because it's a high probability mm-hmm. probability that you're going to get divorced. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you don't know them. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know them like at all. So, I think that the institution of marriage now versus, let's say, when our parents was coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, one, we got way too much access to everybody's thoughts mm-hmm. and everybody else's house. You get on Facebook and there's some couple that's been going through abuse and, you know, shit, she beating his ass even. Yeah. But the, the pictures they post don't reflect that. So people are like, oh, my God, they're so happy over there. And then they look at the problems in their own house and assume the other houses don't have issues. Mm-hmm. Um, that to me is, is something that's changed and it's not, it's not cool. The mm-hmm. social media shit is really fucking up houses. Well, cause before you had to sit with each other and, yeah. you know, deal with shit and work it out, talk. Now you can go and grab the meme that closest, that closest fits your feelings, put it up there for, uh... you know, all a thousand people of you know so people could then come on and, they, and so so instead of fixing what's wrong you can go into social media and talk to your team about it and they'll come on there and say you ain't got to worry about that boo you know you got that queen don't even worry about it we stronger together and etc cetera, etc cetera. and you don't have to Maybe. actually fix it I also think there's the aspect of like back in a day when women were married like if the marriage wasn't good like a lot of women felt like they were trapped, like, right. it, like it wasn't, it was frowned upon to get a, a divorce. But in uh, the modern times, like it's, divorce isn't a big thing. Like it's not. 75, like, 80% be, something like that. Right. Is it that high now? Yeah. It might be. Ugh. I think a lot of people just together right now because they was planning on leaving and the governor said we can't go nowhere. <laughs> oh yeah. Stay, stay your ass in the house. Unpack that bag. bag by the door. <laughs> Might as well rewash them clothes, yeah. bro. You staying for the long haul, like, house? Hold on, baby. You said my box is over here to the left. To the left. All right, I got it. I'm gonna put All it back right. in the closet. Man, imagine being that dude like you just got in an argument and your chick like bleached all your clothes and burnt your shit up, and then they make the stay at home order. <laughs> oh God. We you gonna, got no choice. We gonna be some all just... white party having motherfuckers in there because I'm bleaching all her <laughs> shit too. <I> mean... <laughs> Oh my goodness! Hey man, yeah, the, the institution of marriage is not the same. It's not. In, it's not. But I, I really, I feel like, and, and I know this, this is unpopular. This is unpopular. Marcus got real quiet. <laughs> I'm giving you space, baby. <laughs> hey, hey. So, what's the goal? Uh, and when I when I say what's the goal in upbringing for people that are getting married, okay? To me, and, and this is it from a man's perspective, I guess you know. 
we're taught we got to be the breadwinner, right? Right. We got to be the man with the job. We got to take care of home. We got to make sure she's good. Make sure the kids are good. Everybody has everything you provide, right? Mm-hmm. And this is like, I'm talking about like TV and media. This is how it's always portrayed. That's what we are there to do. James was working his ass off of Florida and them kids on good times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was his role. He'd come home tired and she had a giant pot of oatmeal. <laughs> that was it. Tired, broke mad, and yeah. broke. <laughs> yeah. And JJ just in there drawing. Like, <laughs> we had a job, nigga. Um, anyway. <laughs> Now, oh, the, the way that but the way that media is always portrayed for the female is, you know, you're going to meet a great man and he's going to sweep you off your feet. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a big, beautiful wedding. You're going to throw on your big, beautiful wedding dress. All right. your friends are going to be there. They're going to see you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's life where it stops. A, life is a dream. No, life is over. That's the goal is to get married. There's no goals after that. Their story is the happily ever after of the wedding. And then because all your friends was there and they saw you, you're good. But now the work starts for him. I yeah. feel like I feel like women like kind of stop. Like they get married and that's the goal. And then it's like, so what do I do now? I disagree. Of course. Speak on it. Give it up. That's why we're here. Give it up. I mean, it, first of all, it depends on um, how you view uh gender roles in your marriage like not everybody subscribes to those gender roles we're supposed to be equality now right i mean you better not subscribe marriage (laughs) 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 it depends on your marriage like i know couples who the woman goes to work and brings home the uh the money and the husband stays home and he's a um house dad what? Yeah, we was watching so, an episode of Blackish about. I saw it. I saw it with Michael John White on it. I watched yeah, it. <laughs> I thought it was real interesting. Though, it was super interesting. Didn't you immediately like kind of be like, "Oh, this this bitch ass dude. He just you know doing this stuff at the school." But he was working hard. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But you know, and I'm glad that that's one of the things about that show that's brilliant is they always bring light that other side. You know what I'm saying? Um, but by and large, would you you saying that I'm wrong in feeling that way as far as you know women having the goal of the wedding? but not so much the marriage? I mean, I kind of agree with that. I don't think a lot of women look past the wedding because it's something that a lot of us dream of as little girls, you know, being the bride and everything. But, um... Yeah, I don't don't think y'all dream of anything past that day. That's not the... It's just different for guys. Yeah, well, what do you mean it's different? It's it's different in, in the sense of you have to sustain... Whatever level of 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 lifestyle that you're bringing her into, you have to sustain that or make it better. So even after the wedding, we're thinking past that, like, how are we going to pay for this fucking cake that we still got to pay for? How are we going to pay for all these people? Like, we still got after after this is over, you're going to be met with a check still. Right. Right. So you got to figure out, like, OK, now we just got I'm still paying for this ring over here. I'm still doing this. I'm still doing that. So for a guy and then there's still. The social part of it where you're looked at as, especially if you got married young, you're still looked at as a, as a, as a boy, a young man. Mm-hmm. So people expect you to, to mature and grow up mm-hmm. through your, your marriage. And if you don't, I, then you failed. I so, think that's on both sides though. Cause I felt that pressure. Uh, when I first got married, I felt like I was expected to, you know, mature into a wife, mm-hmm. I guess, so to speak. Um, but it's different and it all depends on like 
you you got to get together with your partner and decide like what you where you want to take it right and i think nobody in in hindsight should get married in their 20s i think that's ridiculous i might agree with that no you agree you barely know like what what makes you come easy like by the time you know you in your 20s (laughs) you're still figuring out like regular shit about your own body i'm gonna tell you something man this is very private i probably didn't start like using using a lubricant to jerk off till i was like 25 years old rookie yeah, straight up hey hey no I, look i'm calling you a rookie but i was dry jacking too yeah so. yo yeah we thought this was like maybe this is what it is this is why i need someone yeah exactly <laughs> right i'm chafing up and shit like damn it okay yeah. but, that sounds painful <laughs> yeah but i mean you, you don't know what you don't know you really don't you know what i'm saying and then once you figure out that jergens and stuff man yeah woo. yeah yeah you gotta get the thick oh, stuff too so so like i had a family member i won't say his or her name but they asked me about getting married it had to be maybe five or six years ago so i remember the whole conversation i won't get into it basically they were saying yeah you know propose gonna get married what do you think i was like nah i don't think you should do that why oh. at the time and at the time they were maybe 24 23 24 i'm like because y'all don't know shit i said you i said you know um he hasn't gotten on your nerves for real yet right like once yeah. like he hasn't he hasn't you complain about him being a certain way but when he's that way and y'all married and he don't have to change now because you married this dude and he decided he don't have to change you're going to be miserable. Yeah. And then two years later, they got they broke up. Mm. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Like, you walk down the aisle and you take these vows. And honestly, I don't care how old you are. I don't think you really realize how what you're saying until it comes down to it. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. yeah. It's the, the, the vows, you take them because you've seen them in a million movies. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you... You're listening to each other. You're looking at each other's eyes. It's all beautiful. Mm-hmm. Your whole family is there. Yeah. Don't you fucking embarrass your mama. Bet <laughs> goddamn well, not. Just, <laughs> not just that, but I feel like you actually believe that. Oh, yeah. yeah you believe it at the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, snap. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. We're going to get right back in this, okay? Right. Y'all, find the time to go and watch the last two episodes of Love is Blind. We watched the reunion show. No, no, no. Before that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll do that. Anyway. Yeah. We'll do that. Because uh, I don't want us to be like turn into the illegal love is blind review. No, 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 no. But no, yeah. but just you just reminded me saying like standing there in front of your family and all that shit. And the mama saying, yeah. you bet not. Oh, no, 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 no. I did see uh, this white dude. She ran out and yeah. he like made like a statement. And yeah. the wife's. The wife's mom was like, he's a good guy. He's great. I love him. He's great. <laughs> like, yo, wouldn't that be some shit if she still invited him yo. to dinner and be like, you fucked up, but he cool with me. Yo, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, man, you why you do Jeff like this? He's yeah. awesome. Huge that's dick. That, that's, that, that's what Deborah Cox was talking about. I went by mother's and saw your Corvette outside. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she like that motherfucker spit. But 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 seeing <laughs> that but seeing that shit, like it makes me like for me personally, I don't see the value of marriage. I don't know what it's for anymore. Mm. It's not the same. As it used to be. Like, I what's think- it for? Like, what does it do for me besides, like, if I want to go get a loan for something, I could put you on there. We combine our incomes, and now we're Gucci. 
Well, it depends on who you are, because some people need that companion companionship. But you got it. Yeah, you I have mean, it without the paper, is what Marcus is saying. I think. Yeah, but there is an institutional side of it that doesn't work without the paper. See, when you say institutional, I immediately think of a uh, dude that got out of jail from Shawshank mm. and hung himself. Mm. Like, uh, he was institutionalized. Just got engaged too, didn't he? No, nah, no. Nah, he, <laughs> he, he had just got a job at a grocery store. He I was know, an nigga. Essential, he, was in, wow. he was an essential employee at the grocery store. Oh. That's dark. But <laughs> essential. <laughs> no, all I mean is there is a business side of it. Like, there is, like, when it comes to, like, um, I don't know, insurance or buying houses together or mm-hmm. whatever. There is a benefit to it on that side. Um, but beside that, just being having that um, bond with the person that you love. And if you're not married. We bond. Like, we bond every can, night. Hopefully. You can bond. Yeah, of course. You can bond most every not, night. Not most. Not like, that's just, like maybe uh, 45 percent. Of the nights, <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you this: in my marriage, there has been times when I'm like, "This is it. I'm on Zillow. I'm looking for a new house. I'm mm. like, I'm I'm done, yeah. right?" But thinking about like everything I have to go through to get a divorce, I'm mm. like, "Do I really want to do this?" <laughs> the paperwork, like- the teacher shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right no really the paperwork you like damn that. some more finances i got kids that's a whole nother thing yeah. you know you start thinking about like i'm taking half these tv trays i don't mm. give a fuck right i gotta go through and cut all his shit in half damn wait you mean like clothes and everything are you like the, are you that type like are you, would, let's say you know you and me you the type that gonna burn up his shit just because y'all ain't working out this this is my thing. If it's amicable, yes. if we if That's we just gift, yeah. if we just separate or whatever. <laughs> but if you cheat on me, if I catch you in some bullshit, oh yeah, I'm I'm fucking some stuff up. Hey, you you know what the answer is when they start with well look here's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey hey hey, you know what I'm gonna tell you. All I heard with her talking was. I was your lover and your secretary, working uh-huh. every day of the week. And it's a car like, with clothes would get it on fire. That's all I saw car. when she was talking. I'm like, yep. Man, if you come she home and the Mary album is on, on you just keep on driving, bro. You just keep on driving. That Mary album, you hear it out the window? Mm-mm. Just turn your lights off and pull out the driveway so she don't know you even showed up. Like. <laughs> <laughs> But I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people. A lot of people do um, feel the need to to um, to get married because of the church aspect of it. Because let me tell you, like I I remember living with somebody for two years, and I remember going to my aunt's house, and I was raised Roman Catholic. I don't practice it now, but you know, I do all the good luck stuff. And you on that Lent though. You on that Lent though. I'm on the Lent. I'm on the Lent. <laughs> but I use that as my excuse to stop drinking. Like, you know what? Let me do something about my fucking salvation around here, and I'll just do this right here for like 40 days. So I go. I go to my aunt's house, and she's talking to me, and she's like, "So you still, you still living in?" And I was like, "Living uh-huh. in, living in, living in. You still uh-huh. over there living in Backing sin?" Up. Oh, I was like living in yeah. sin. What do you mean? Like, and I'm like, and in my mind, and it's kind of it's funny because she she's got like three or four kids, 
and she ain't never been married. I'm like, you the king of out of wedlock. I mean, you the queen of out of wedlock. Like, what are you talking about? So, now, see, but see, remember, just like we was talking about earlier with Love is Blind, the perception of other people. Yeah. How Diamond was like, well, I, you know, I hope my family, my family, that whole thing. Like, before I got married, a hairdresser always, almost took my joy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Where it turned into this conversation where it was like, hey, are you really going to do this and y'all ain't married yet? And it turned into a thing. So that, to me, other people's perception of what's happening to you is important to people. Yeah. You know, and especially in the church, you know. So if you're in the church and people are telling you, you know, this is how things are supposed to be. That religion might be stealing some people's happiness from them because of the protocol. Yes, that's actually one of the reasons why I kind of stepped back from the church a little bit. Right. Because I just felt like it was more controlling than it is anything else. But that's, like, what, that's what people say it's, it's for. It's, it was used as a controlling mechanism. Yes. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, yeah. like I, I grew up in Baptist churches. Mm. Um, and coming up, like, my uncle was a pastor. I still remember very specific things he was talking about preaching when i was a kid sitting in church and i would even look forward to going sometimes i was in bible study on the wednesdays and things of that nature um as i got older the more i started to kind of learn the less i felt a need to be there right and that's not to say i'm not spiritual or i don't believe in god but it does beg the question to me of i know you know we're descendants of slaves as black men black women Mm -hmm. and if massac brought us over here and gave us the shittiest parts of the pig and the shittiest food and the shittiest living quarters, did he really give us the best God? Yeah. Or was it a control mechanism? Yeah. I'll, I'll take it a step better. In Africa, that's how they got us to turn against each other. They um, converted some Africans, and then those Africans looked down on the quote-unquote savage Af- Africans. Right. And they brought them to the church, and that's how they were able to get us on a slave ship. Yeah, so it's it's hard, man. It's real hard right. to accept it for what it is as you learn more. But I and and I'm not knocking anybody's religion. Like you believe what you want, but there is kind of a like learn for yourself. And if you have a good relationship, yeah, then you should be better off. To me, I believe Definitely. it's. I mean, I believe it's bullshit. A lot of it because you can't. It's hard yeah. for me. To, it's hard for me to get into it. And I grew up in the, I mean, I grew up in that church. I was not an altar boy. I know you motherfuckers are going to come with the Catholic jokes and altar boy stuff. <laughs> not none of that. Sl- just going to church. Ball. <laughs> just, <laughs> just going in there and minding my business. But um, he's short. You know, his smoking ball was hitting the ground and shit. They was yelling at him. <laughs> like, pull that pole up, boy. Hey, keep going, man. No, go ahead. Knock, <laughs> no, knock yourselves out. I'm sorry. Knock sorry. yourselves no, out. We good. We good. We good. We good. Over here trying to talk to you about my fucking religious experiences. I know. We, we you're making. This. That's my fault, man. That's that's my bad. All right. God damn. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like once once you you're you're made to go when you're younger, and you're just listening to people talk. Like I'm not sure how many people's in there doing the hallelujah shit when they were like yeah. you know 10, 11, 12, 13. Only probably by watching somebody else do it. But you're just in there because yeah. you're pretty much made to go. And right. when I got older, and like you said uh, a second ago, um, you start trying to develop your own opinions. I'm like, yeah. so why are there three different versions of the Bible? There's the King Henry and the King James and the King. I'm like, what? It's more than that. It's, yeah, it's, it's way more than exactly. that. Exactly. So you, you start. So what people are, what, what they've done is taken whatever they found 
in some right. genie in some genie fucking bottle whenever they found it <laughs> they've taken it out and they because people have always believed in something at one time fucking fire was a god right so right. take this and let me manipulate this shit so that it means what what I want it to mean I will create and then a, I can I, I can control I can these people it. right control these people with these words yeah. and I say I say it comes from the bible this is the word of god right I remember being in church with my mom and, you know, I'm, you know, you sitting there, you start kind of thumbing through the book. The, the pastor tell you we's going to read today mm. from Leviticus. <laughs> Is Morgan Freeman back? I'm glad he made his second official. They all sound like that. They got to, they got to hit you with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't get that anointing with no regular ass voice. So <laughs> you read, you, you thumbing through the book, you thumbing through the book. And I remember uh it was i think it was like proverbs 3 5 and 6 trust in the lord with all thine heart do not lean any own understanding there's a lot more said around those sentences mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> but i remember like speaking to my mom and going how come all these sentences are chopped up into fragments because you know as a kid you in school learning you know sentence structure and all this and that and i can take half of a sentence and make it sound like what i want it to sound like mm. And then, if, especially if I just focus on that piece of the one sentence and then don't read the rest of the chapter. Mm-hmm. And it can completely change the meaning of a lot of the stuff that they talk about in that book. Right. You know, yeah. that to me was a little bit manipulative early on, even. And I remember having conversations with my mom and she would more or less refer me back to those lines or not just her. Mm-hmm. I'm not just saying my mom, but when we was going to Bible study. They quickly refer me to another sentence that would make me think the right way, the way they wanted me to think. Well, you shouldn't be thinking about it in your own understanding. I'm like, why not? I thought that's the whole point of learning stuff is to understand it the way I understand it. Right. But some of the shit, they're just foolish. Like the the Tower of Babylon. Like, are you fucking, I'm supposed to believe this shit? I'm supposed to believe you were building this tower up to heaven and God blew on that Jenga shit. It falls over, and now everybody speaks a different. Everybody speaks different languages all over the place. Like, come on, and man! It, it, and see, that's when they'll tell you, "Well, you shouldn't take all of it literally." And I'm like, "Why not?" Like, you want pick, me to take... pick one, pick a side. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. David, David and Goliath, right? Right. David and Goliath. I saw Friday. Yeah, that's what maybe. <laughs> David just fought a big nigga. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a big dude. This is like in the in the neighborhood. It's like, man, you really don't want to go fuck with Goliath. G O G G be knocking people out. That's bro. where they got it from. Straight up G. You know, like Debo G. Oh, yeah, it Debo, is. Debo. Yeah. G. Okay. Break I see what they did there, man. Oh my goodness. And, and think about it. He hit he hit Goliath with a brick. That was the slingshot, right? Yeah. Stone. Was, that yeah. was the stone. Ice Cube got that brick. Friday's a Bible story. Smashed up Debo. Damn. I'm sure you could take just about any movie and apply it to the Bible. Mm. Man. I'm sure you could. You could okay, like uh was it Jonah and the Whale? Oh god. Come on, man. Pinocchio? Noah's Ark. Oh. Yeah, Noah's Ark even, man. <laughs> one of no, each. They've built one of those recently. Like the the wh- how do you say the life size of some fake shit? Where the fuck did he find a penguin? They've <laughs> and did he get everything? Like, did he get ants? Did he get fucking dung beetles and shit? 
Pokemon champion, bro. He went and found Gotta everything. catch them all, Pokemon. Pokemoses. <laughs> was that Moses? Boy. No, that wasn't Moses. And then, and then you mean to tell me. Y'all got issues. And then you mean to tell me that there's no evidence of this arc anywhere, anywhere. but the pyramid's been there for how long? Ever. It's been there for a minute, right? Before that, before that, right? Right, they're yeah. older than all these Bible stories, yeah. and they're still there with the writing on the wall and everything. But you can't show me any tangible evidence of these Bible stories. Well, I take it as because you know it's a it's a collection of stories, right? They say you know these are the people that were there when these these things were happening. There was no media back then. There was no social media. There was no news channels. They didn't have PBS. So a dude from a town you never heard of could pop up in your town and tell you anything. Straight and that's up. probably going to be the most entertaining shit you'd have ever heard in your life. Well, However, when... the Egyptians got a whole Facebook page on the side <laughs> of the pyramid. <laughs> Status updates. Right. They adding people. <laughs> Rolled three rocks today and sat in the sun. That, that's true. They got a whole Instagram inside them pyramids, bro. They even blocking people trying to like <laughs> yeah, blocking people. people. They, shit, they paint, I'm painting. I'm painting over his shit today. A big ass piece of- chisel off facing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so so here, here's the interesting thing. Like you, you said like um, no evidence of any of this shit in the Bible. Here's the thing that's that's super interesting to me is that the Vatican, like every fucking like twenty years, ten years, there's some finding of. The, a, a version of the Dead Sea Scrolls pops up. They got all them shit. And that shit's all locked up it. at the Vatican. And we like, can all we read that it. shit? They like, nah, nigga. Mm-mm. Bruh, I've been to the Vatican. There's so many like different places that you can't go in there. Bruh. They run you down a very, very specific path and out that motherfucker. What are y'all and hiding yeah. back there, cuh? They are the most extravagant hoarders ever. Yeah, they hoarding right. Like if it's they if think- it's if it's cool, I I, be, I feel like was, there's something in there that disrupts or disputes or whatever D word. Yeah, um, that's what the rumor. they're teaching. Yeah, that's the rumor that they would go and collect anything that contradicts what they were trying to teach, mm-hmm. and they lock it up. Ain't nobody giving up billions of dollars a year. Yeah, if you own somebody's mind, you will never have to eat again. Yeah, yeah. they you know pack them saying? in there every Christmas. And then they, they're sitting around waiting for the, the smoke to come out of that little chimney to know that they done picked a new pope. They, and they, that's the weed smoke. That cheap will come out. It's like, oh, we ready now. Let's, let's tell them yeah. we're done. Word. Like, what if, I want that shit to come out. Like, what if Jesus was actually a pimp? Because they were talking about, like, he saved Mary Magdalene and shit. Because mm-hmm. she was a prostitute. He, would, he was her pimp. He was setting her ass out. That's what happened. Oh. Uh-huh. Jesus was a pimp. Yes, he was. <laughs> this might be our most illegal episode. Yeah, I think so. I think y'all gonna get some hate mail for this one. Hey, hey. It's, right. it's going to his mailbox. I don't give a fuck. This is fucked up. <laughs> Stop sending me shit y'all want to send, Marcus. Okay. Gosh, it's like it's like trying to get a a, a little kid to. Well, to the, wash the dishes they, the right way the first time. Like, <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard. Just email Marcus. They know that you're going to read it. And I'm not. Because I can't read it. read it. Oh, you're going to read it because you're going to tell me about it. 
I'm like, damn, yeah, stop. <laughs> yeah, don't be. And yeah, I think oh, are y'all scared of him? Are y'all scared of what he's gonna say? That's right. They shouldn't be. Duh. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say they, they, they might be because I jumped in on the comments the other day when what was that post? And some oh, treat a man like this, take a man out to eat, take him out to do this, like treat him like a king. And it was opinions, right? Like somebody say something. It, the conversation was going well, and I jumped in there with a with a gif of old buddy in that um in that Gucci windsuit walking through the oh, doors yeah. <laughs> with the glasses on, yeah. looking around, yeah. and nobody said anything after that. <laughs> It was like, oh shit, he's here. I'm not gonna do nothing. It's all jokes. But check it out. I, I noticed the majority of the people were folks that actively listened to the podcast. Yeah. And this was off the heels of us having that conversation where your opinion was, women don't need to make as much money because we take them out to eat in that whole nine. So now we get a post about. Oh, I'm getting a look. It was more than that, but. I know. I know it was. I'm paraphrasing. Do Go ahead, T. Back. I can feel it. Um, I can feel it in the air tonight, baby. Can you? <laughs> so, so seriously, they shouldn't make more money because y'all pay for our food on a date. It should be a stipend of a stipend. Yeah, like if it's it's kind of like let's do it like, like a this bailout. in the in the military that there's cola, right? When you go someplace else, they pay you more because you over there. Like oh that, goodness. like that, like no. that. Because if if we're going on dates and I'm paying for everything, and we got the same job, why should we make the same amount of money? You know what you need to do: find you someone who doesn't want you to pay for everything. They out there. Where the fuck they at? Find them. Where they <laughs> at though? Where they at though? Where they at? There are women out there who don't mind going Dutch or paying for your meal. You just need to find the one for you. All right. Well, until then. Men gonna make ten dollars more an hour. Nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> if we doing oh, the same job, we need the same salary. Okay, okay. If if that's how you feel, and this, I think this is a good place to bring this up. Okay. Uh, back in in uh four score ago, when we were allowed to leave the house. Mm. Uh, back in the, you mean a, a dragon's age ago? I know, right? <laughs> I feel like we need a. A, a banjo and a fire right now. <laughs> Tales of Walmart. Oh my no, god, that'd be great. So I'm I'm in Target with the kids. They they're playing in the toy aisle and all that good shit, right? And I go over to the board games, and there's a game out now called Miss Monopoly. Mm. Okay, I don't know if you've seen it on the shelf, but like I I couldn't wait to to talk to you about this on the pod. So I'm gonna read you what Miss Monopoly is about. Okay, I've heard of it. Yeah, I saw it, and I was like, what is a Miss Monopoly, okay? So, female players get $1,900 at the start of the game, and male players get 1500 That's a lie, right? Are you serious? I'm, I'm dead-ass serious, bro. This is the rules of the game. Okay. I, I, I had to find the rules of the game, all right? It gets better, though. When passing go, female characters get $240, while male players only get the standard 200 as is in the normal game. This is fucking hilarious. <laughs> in addition... <laughs> Uh, the game differs from regular Monopoly because the properties were uh, are all replaced by inventions women had something to do with. I think that's great. Uh, what does has something to do with mean? Like, did you suck his dick of Einstein and now you claim the atomic bomb? I mean, or... you can do other things to contribute to an invention. I'm, I'm asking what the contribution is. 
I know, but if you cleared that man's mind, and then he was like, "Holy shit, Wi-Fi!" You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, babe. Look what you did for the world. Oh, Actually, man. women are probably smarter than men, so probably, oh. probably smart. You can tell. You can tell I'm who, not dispute who that. listens to the Steve Harvey show around here. <laughs> See what you need to do in your house. So <laughs> I can't believe he got all that bullshit off, bro. He did. Yeah, books and all, man. I I remember I read like half of that first book of his, is like act like a a woman, think like a a man or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he he was repeating himself. Every chapter was him saying the exact same thing, and I just stopped because I realized what he was doing, and I ain't mad at him. He made his money and he pandered well, but the book was trash. It I'm, was uh, okay. Okay, here here we go. Here we go. Here we go, Miss Miss T. Anita, Uh-oh. why would a woman re- read that book and believe it from a man that's been divorced two or three times and was uh, cheating on the girl he just got divorced from and married the other chick <laughs> like four months later? <laughs> was the logic, okay, he's learned from his mistakes? Is that what it was? I don't know, honestly. Mm. Uh all I a lot of what he was saying, my daddy had already taught me. Like my dad had already taught me the game, like before the book came out. But I don't know why women flock to that. Maybe it gave them a, pers- a different perspective and kind of a peek into a man's psychology. I guess gotcha. because some of the a lot of the stuff he was saying is true. I mean, he was giving up some some interesting information he, he turned his strawberry letter into a book so i understood why it sold i don't want to get on a steve harvey tangent miss um, monopoly let's not forget yeah, about my, that lady <laughs> right. this, this is my this is my question to you miss t is this game not a slap in the face to you a slap in the face yeah um no i think it's more of like uh, getting a taste of your own medicine kind of thing but like, how though because in the original monopoly it's not like women made less playing that game and that she was made in like the the 40s (laughs) yeah i don't think it's the point to try and like counter the original monopoly i think it's like just a fun version of monopoly where women enjoy the same uh privileges that men have enjoyed for years so would that make you feel good though for it to still be fake That's what I'm saying. Um, not me, cause I hate Monopoly. <laughs> I can't stand Monopoly, I- any of it. But but for, um, like, let's let's say it's a, it's a woman that enjoys the game. And it's like, hey, look, I got two forty, and and then the guy comes around, and he only gets two hundred. She's like, ha, see, how's it feel? He's like, it feels fake, bitch. Like, <laughs> first of all, and your wig is sliding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, first of all, pride. if that happens, I'm flipping a damn board. Oh, and, oh yeah, throwing a drink in my face. I got it. I got it. I got yeah. it. I got it. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it make you feel good a little bit. But I think I don't know. Do you think I, it's I needed? I honestly don't know about this game. Yeah, is it necessary? Um, is it necessary to have a Harry Potter version of, Mon- of Monopoly? Uh, okay, no, 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 no. Marvel no. version? No, let it finish. No, like, go ahead, just, go ahead, finish, finish. It's just a twist. All right. It's a twist. Yeah. Okay. 
But oh, it's got you salty though. No, no, no. All of hey, you hit it. You hit that game, button. You hit that button. Check now. it out. <laughs> check it out. Shut the fuck up, Marcus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> y'all don't know me. Y'all don't know me. <laughs> so all those other versions of the game that you just mentioned, none of them changed the money values. Um, so that's that's not that's a false equivalency. Maybe. No, 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 no. Maybe it it definitely but, is. But I think that kind of like, like they change other things. Like they make it look like whatever the theme is, and the theme is for the woman to have the upper hand. I have absolutely no society. problem. So with, I have no problem with the theme of the game. If it was right. just Monopoly, and instead of Mister Moneybags, it was Mrs. Pennyworth or whatever. And I think in the game, the chick is supposed to be like, oh, oh yeah, check this shit out. So the mm-hmm. chick on the front of the box is supposed to be the niece yeah. of Moneybags. So she she so never worked scenario, for nothing in her life anyway. She ain't never worked for shit anyway. She came from you money. You don't know that. Came That's, from the bread. Come on now. You don't know that. They still made sure that you came from a man with money. She got railroad money. Yeah. B&O. You know what I'm saying? That was all her. Yeah. So Been living so on the me, boardwalk. What you talking yeah, about? Yeah, so to me, they didn't really do anything but give... I don't, I don't even know. Because to me, if women are hollering equality, why do you want a game out there that puts y'all not equality, not doing the equality thing too. Like that's that's weird to me. I don't think that's the point of the game, though, to be equal. The I think point of the game a- is to stay on the shelf. Them shits is always there when I go. I mean, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody buying that motherfucker. How, you know how bad you would feel if you if like let's say it was some women and a couple of guys, you know, playing that game and the dude still won. Uh. <laughs> I'm flipping the board. <laughs> I just like what happens when I'm I've got the short end of the stick, and then I still win, and you you've had every advantage available. That's when she get up and be like, "See, that's why I don't play games with bitches mm-hmm. like you." Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds about right. That's oh, freaking man. hilarious, man. Yeah, man, I, I had to know up to see if you had seen that game, bro, because I couldn't believe it. I, 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 I was like, is this something a product that, like, if if my girl brought this shit home and be like, we gonna play Miss Monopoly, and yeah, guess what? When you go past go, uh, we gonna cut some money out to check because I think that's the thing. Like, I don't think that's happening in workplaces. Like, the the, the employer's not like actively going, oh yeah, she has a vagina. I'm going to take some money out of her check. And not this game take, is what they're doing. Not taking money, but they don't get as much. It's the difference between taking and just not giving. But also as a teacher, you feel like they're going to offer you less money because you're a woman, even though the majority of teachers are female. I don't feel like we have that problem. Teachers don't? Are the dudes not, making not less on, money? Not on the teacher level, but on the administrative level. Mm. level absolutely. At most administrators are male. Hmm. And I've heard from female administrators that they have tried to pay them less. Okay, yeah, like, so in, in the big corporate world, that's where you, you feel like it's happening. Um, I don't know. I guess not just the corporate world, but I do feel like overall um, that women's uh, contribution in the workplace is valued less than men. And and we can even div- uh, dive into 
why teachers don't get paid like doctors. Damn. Oh, well, I mean, I will because, always say that I feel like y'all are vastly underpaid because right, kids but, is just bad and, they, and they're not really impressive. So, But we don't because it's a female-led profession. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll agree with that. I can agree with that. They they tend to, for whatever reason, teach. Well, I think now what we're seeing, especially with everything going on, teachers, your regular-ass grocery store worker, the yeah. person that's at the gas station, you know, it's it's weird. The people that were so essential in the regular world while everything was fine and they could come in and treat you like shit and get their loaf of bread, it was cool. Yeah. I've never seen people being so nice to teachers, to the grocery store worker, to the person at the gas station that you're hoping was sanitizing the pumps. No, they, they yeah. weren't doing that shit, though. No, they weren't doing that shit. But you're still nice because you're hoping you don't catch that shit and go home. <laughs> you know? <laughs> definitely changes your perspective it, it's changed tremendously i know i mean i'm already i think me and marcus have had this conversation i don't know if we have on the pod about have you ever gone out with somebody to a restaurant i'm talking to you marcus mm-hmm. and they're just extremely for no reason rude to the waiter yeah yeah um that's the, and, and that's that's the first and last time exactly I'm first going and last time i'm not going with you anymore okay i don't care how nice you are to me outside of this place but I can't have you treating to me, to me, I think that's just, um, you, I'm not saying that everybody that's nice to people have been in, in these situations, but the people that are mean to people like that, I feel like you ain't had your ass beat like ever. You need it beat, right? Yeah. Like, because you, I, I walk, I, I used to do a lot of fights when I was younger and I respect people just because of, I know where the shit can get to. Yeah. Like I know where it can go if I get out of pocket or you get out of pocket. And as you get older, you kind of like once you and, and by older I mean like 23, 24, you kind of start settling down and you're thinking about I'm grown now. I don't need to be that way. I don't need to be fighting all the fucking time basically. So mm-hmm. yeah. You just want to live. And once you've made it through all that stuff and once you've been through all those fights and had all that friction, you treat people with a certain level of respect where it's like, you know what, I don't want any, let me just be nice to people for sake of being nice to people. I've done, I know where not being nice gets me or what somebody, how somebody talking to me, where that's going to take me. So let me just treat everybody cool. I think people that go in there and they talk slick or talk crazy to waiters and waitresses and bartenders and bartendresses, I don't know if that's how, if that's the the plural woman version of that i'm not sure but i know that i look at them like you never had your ass beat for real for real because if you had right if you had you wouldn't or you not even have your ass beat if you have if you've been in fights before and you've won all your fights you still know what a fight yeah. is yeah yeah, yeah. Nah. and honestly i think it's they're standing behind that armor of knowing that person needs this job yeah so I'm going to sit at this table and I can act however I want and they have to or I can threaten them with, you know, I'm going to keep my little tip. Mm-hmm. But let you just be on the street. You're not going to just pass a stranger and be like, I'm going to treat that person like shit because they might beat your ass. It's cowardice. Yeah, absolutely. It's straight cowardice. Like we're talking about like, like teachers. I can't imagine the type of stuff that people say to say to teachers because a lot of parents uh-huh. believe that little, uh, little Jamal is great yeah but little jamal is a little piece of shit and you don't know right. this well you know what you just don't care because you're daycare yeah yeah 
So yeah, like the, the way people talk to teachers, and I have a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of friends of mine that are teachers, and mm-hmm. I've I see their stories on IG or I see their stories on Facebook, and I'm like, man. Oh yes, kids these days are disrespectful. Yeah, like home training is not like it used to be at all. Well, now you know you can get in. I don't want to say more trouble, but it's different now. You know, the the CPS gets involved faster, and everything's oh, abuse now. Everything's bullying now. You know, I think last part, Marcus was talking about how we need some bullying in schools because it kind of alleviates a lot of the assholes we're talking about in these restaurants and shit like that. Yeah. You know, um, to an extent. I'm not talking about the kids that are, like, getting drove to, you know, want to hurt themselves and things of that nature. Right. But getting bullied, for me, made me a stronger person. Everybody handles it differently. You know, mm-hmm. no survival of the fittest. God damn it! Either you go. You I think go- there's a conversation there. Um, like, what's your definition of bullying? Because there's bullying, and then there's just being an asshole. Yeah, yeah. And and if you're one of them kids that's at home, and your home life is shit, so the only place you can let that anger out is kids at school. Yeah, you're the ones that need to be dealt with. But to one person's okay, this person comes in the lunchroom and they joke me all the time, that was me, is another person, and no, I'm, I was the one getting joked, is what I mean. Mm-hmm. That is bullying to somebody else. To me, it was a, let me get my bars together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And- I wasn't Marcus. Like, Marcus said he was fighting all the time. I wasn't fighting all the time. Yeah, I remember somebody said some shit to me, and um, just being, I was, I was in the jungle. Like I said, last podcast, on the weekends, I was at Pittman's Cola. Pensacola, Florida, throwing hands on a basketball court. So we over here at this little school in, in, in Mobile, Alabama, and we wearing these uniforms, and you talking slick, but you don't know. I don't give a fuck about these uniforms, and I'll hit you with this lunch tray, and that's what happens sometimes. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just like it, it It makes – I think, like I said, man, I think uh, whatever, whatever is a, a steel sharpens steel or iron sharpens iron, when you – Go. That's why a lot of kids now they just soft as fuck when they leave the house. Yeah, they ain't never. They've been coddled. They um. Yeah. They don't know what it's like to have to fucking do anything. Do anything like anything like, at all. Anything like you you yeah. you go home from. I remember um. I've heard stories. It's never happened to me. I heard stories about people going home without their bicycle. They go in the house. Mama like, where your bike at? Little, little little man man pushed me down and he took it well you you know what you better get that fucking bike back right damn i should have told my mama little man man took my bike should have <laughs> damn <laughs> but that's what it is like nowadays pe- yeah. people are they're putting a fucking bubble around their kids and i understand right. yeah. i understand that the world is different now the internet is fucking insane with the amount of information that kids have access to right now that we didn't learn until we were fucking 30 years old. And it's different. And I know, I, I, I do understand how bullying has now gone global. Where we were talking, we talked about on the podcast, where people talking crazy to kids from fucking China and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. People, you, you, you have a, an enemy or a bully in school before when you left school the bullying stopped now it doesn't right now it's on, now it's on social media now it's somewhat now yeah. it's on whatever you it's on whatever network you play your your game on i get that part but you yeah, got to fucking I, I used to i used to feel like 
okay, but the kids have a choice. You know, when you get on your phone, turn it off. You don't have to go on social media and look, but it's different. real shit, it's almost not an option for them. Yeah, it's different. To not look. It's different. Because it, 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 I, and I noticed it's a psychology thing. I don't go look. So now I'm like, all right, whatever. Y'all can say whatever you want online. Now they've really let some shit spread like wildfire. You have to go to school the next day. Yeah. So they gotta, they're constantly in this cycle of checking behind themselves so that they can get ahead of whatever it is, whatever person is doing to them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it takes a lot of a discipline on the parents' part yeah. to see what they're doing on social media, but they can't do everything. It's impossible yeah. to manage. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a balancing act. Like, you don't want to coddle them so much that they don't experience life and learn the lessons that they need to learn. But you don't want to give them so much freedom to where, you know, people have them ready to... They know too much. Or they get, they get, you know, they got so much freedom that some, some nigga didn't lure them outside. Right, exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm going down the street and fucking Tyrone's outside in the cutlass like, hey, what's going on? And like, you don't want your kids to have that much freedom, which is, it's it's, it's different to me. Um, Like my, my cousin gave their, I want to say 10 or 11 year old son a cell phone for his birthday with a plan and everything. Mm -hmm. Right. And I am of the generation that that shit's nuts to think about me having that when I was that age. But I'm yeah. talking to them, they're like, man, for real, you kind of, we fought it for a long time, and we're all the same age, right? He's like, we fought it for a long time, but you kind of, it's, it's almost necessary. Like, it's almost yeah. necessary for them to have yeah. that, yeah. like, in their pocket. Like, you could track all their stuff. I go, he's like, don't get me wrong, I go through his shit like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody's I know business. what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's just, it's just, um, I don't know. You know what? Let's, let's switch. Let's switch a gear. Do you think this this all this shit we're talking about with kids and, and technology has made them less impressive, or you think kids have always just not been impressive? Because <laughs> um, everybody's got kids here, so let's let's. Yeah. Okay, I think it's impressive when your kid does something. Mm. Eh. To an extent. She said, she said, uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it depends. And and I say that because, like, um, my mom used to do this thing where people would be like, your daughters, they're so beautiful. And she like, they are right. Mm, yeah. Because, I mean. Well, I, I think, I mean, for me anyway, I get mad about the little simple shit. Because, and I know every parent says this. I really believe my oldest son is a genius. Okay. I believe there's something inside of him that is amazing. He's always coming up with something. He's intuitive. Uh, we watched Get Out tonight, and he was picking up on shit that I've seen adults not notice until they saw it for, like, the third time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when he'll come to me with something that's, like, mega impressive. I'm talking he done wrote a whole comic book or a novel. Damn, yeah. He done built something out of Legos that I've never seen before. I'm I'm super impressed. And then the other part of me is like, but did you wash your ass this week? <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> at all. At all. Right. Has water touched the surface on Oh, me? my God, man. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. that's the shit that, like, you don't realize you're going to have to teach a person. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a parent, like, there's no, there's no rule book for this shit. If you're out there listening and you don't no. have no kids 
and you sitting at home and you got a kid on the way and you're like what the fuck am i gonna do i'm not telling you shit because then nobody tell me nothing yeah like, you gotta live with a little no musty motherfucker wing it. yeah there's no rule book so when they come with that that type of shit i'm i am impressed mm-hmm. but then it baffles me that you can be that brilliant and then at the same time like struggle with like some regular shit yeah. I saw my son try to open a can of SpaghettiOs with ice cream scoop the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I was like, he got, the, he got that shit. He got that shit. It's a symptom. Yo, it, it's, it's... What shit are you talking about? <laughs> hey, well, something. He got something. Because that ain't normal shit. It was, and it, when I saw him, <laughs> when I walked in the kitchen and saw him with struggling with this ice cream, so he pushing the button like some ice cream. Dude. Mm-mm. I think I literally said, what the shit? <laughs> He's over, trying to scoop that top off, huh? Because yeah, you know there's like a big-ass tab on, on the can of spaghetti. Yeah. yeah. So he was like, okay, I got to get this tab up. The ice cream scoop mechanically seems like a good idea. Mm. Yeah. So I understood the logic, but but kid. Come on, man. Dude, like, that type of shit is heartbreaking. <laughs> man knowing that they, they're so smart. Like, my youngest is a math whiz, but ain't no math in this spaghetti can. So all of a sudden he was just a brick and was like, what the fuck do I do? Ooh, ice cream scoop. That'll do it. Then the next thing and was, I was like, use your, throw it against the wall. Use your thumb. Use your thumb. He's like, oh. That's why we got these kids, SpaghettiOs. Right. Just like that. I think as parents, we got to um, realize that they are kids too. And like their little brains are developing and they just gotta figure it out. They don't. They don't think about that when they say some real slick shit to you, though. And you're like, "Oh, you re- you that smart, huh? You that smart?" Mm-hmm. A lot of times, they actually don't think about it. They just say what comes to their head. Yeah. God damn it. They ain't, they ain't had their ass beat by outside service yet. Right. That's what, that's, and that's what builds that filth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seeing somebody get their ass beat, I guess, out of the house. Like, ooh. You'd be like, ooh, shit. What did he say? Like, it hurt. Okay. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that shit, nigga. Don't say that. Yeah, man. But, like, if you, because when you talk to him, especially, like, how old how old's your, your son? He's I can't five. Remember. Five years Five. Old. Okay, yeah. You man, the fun shit's ahead of you. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have no idea, buddy. <laughs> Has he started school yet? No, he's he's uh got a late birthday, so he starts. Oh, okay. He starts next fall. Well, wh- oh, however yeah, that's, that's gonna, gonna look. Be fun. He's he's gonna be on the older side of the cl- class too. Yeah, <laughs> and he's going straight to MMA as soon as I can get him in there. <laughs> but no, he, he's People always. He's not very. Okay, he's but, not impressive. He's he's he, like he. You can't call your own son not impressive, man. He's not impressive. You can. (laughs) He's just not. I think that's a very realistic way to look at it because you do them a disservice expecting them to do great shit. (laughs) Probably won't do. And then and then they say they say, watch this. They jump off the couch onto a cushion and jump up and smile and they want you to give them something for that. (laughs) Yes. They want their participation trophy. No, nah, this ain't no. Nah, you ain't even close to the Olympics. You are not. You are no Simone Biles. Get your ass back but up there and hit a flip. Then I might go get you a little juice box. But think about this. <laughs> oh, shit. But think about this shit, man. That's his first big jump like that. That might be like one of the first three times he ever jumped from that couch. Man, he been practicing that goddamn jump all day. I watched him all day doing it. <laughs> And now he's perfected it and he's showing you the final product. Hey, then the funny part was I said, hey, 
all right now like be careful because you can get hurt doing that this floor is hard you jumping kind of high see and you ten, making them soft ten that's the same hold on. you said ten seconds of people do ten seconds later he jumps off the cushion he jumps off the off the sidearm lands on the couch and you know that you know couches always got that, like, that kind of weird part that's hard under under the cushion somewhere did he catch yeah. it he caught that motherfucker and i heard it and i looked up at him and i was like mm, gave him that see <laughs> I, 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 said, I said i said i said are you good then this is what the, he was a g about it though he was a g i said are you good he's like yeah i'm good when i tell you he buried his face in the pillow crying like he didn't want me to hear him oh. <laughs> i was like please tell me you can console of course man. i did man I, I was like all right man you handle like an og right. you, you handled like a g you didn't want to, you didn't want me to see you cry and i never i don't like i don't get angry at him or upset at him when he cries like i don't do that well you're a man man up no like like if you want to cry nigga cry so i let i let him get it out and i treated him like he was my you know five-year-old son i didn't treat him like he was you know 15 year old whatever so yeah. but it still wasn't impressive i'm like damn you went through all that shit and got hurt for nothing but i like that you let him keep jumping though you know like you said you you well as parents we tell them all right that's cool mm -hmm. here's the dangers of what you're doing very next jump boy you talking about something <laughs> yeah instant gratification <laughs> Yeah, because the kids love learning the hard way, bro. I bet when you told him, you know you could get hurt. He was like, shit, how? Let me figure that out. Plickety plow. Yeah. I look, yep, he, right there. And, he, and, you know, he looked up at me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, Tammy just told me that. Is he a wizard? <laughs> Is he a wizard? <laughs> <laughs> or he probably thinks, he did this to me. <laughs> I had all the confidence in the world until he said that. <laughs> You ever had your kid like run into something and all the wind and like came? <laughs> Not yet, but I'm, I I oh don't I don't want that. I know how that feels. So no, you're gonna love it. That shit is fucking fun. Oh, because man. dude, no, it's the greatest shit. They try to tell you that they hurt, but ain't no air in their lungs. Oh man. So you'd be like, "Are you good?" And they're like, "Okay." Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. It squeaks out, but in their head, it was a whole sound. Yeah, like no man. And, mm -mm. I'm like, sit down before you pass out. Use like, your right words, now. bro. Use your words. Oh, my God. <laughs> so goddamn. But, but like, w one reason why I, like, we were talking about the church thing earlier. Are you, I don't know how often you guys go to church, right? Are you planning on going to church more often? Because even though the Bible, it, in my opinion, is a lot of moral stories, right? Um. Mm -hmm. Stories you can use to teach people to, to do the right thing. Would Are you taking them? Yeah, like take them to church to hear these stories and know like basically to say, if you're not a good person, you're going to hell. No. No. <laughs> no. Um I I my kids still know most of those stories. Mm -hmm. All the things we were just talking about uh religiously uh have been things that have kind of started to come to me within the last year or two, you know? And, and like I said, it's very contrast to the way I grew up. Uh, my mom is still very, very active in the church. Mm -hmm. My sister, I would almost dare say, is hyper-religious right now. Like, she, she's loving the church and what it's doing for her. That's great, you know? And, and I do see the change in her, and it's a positive change. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm super happy for her. So I haven't told my kids most of the stuff that even we just talked about. But for me, I want them to form their own opinion about it. 
Uh, we do tell them what, you know, Christmas and Easter is really about and all that good stuff. Mm. Uh, they don't believe that uh, I gave a white dude a key to the house. Because we ain't got no goddamn chimney. When did you so, stop that? When did you shut that down? Uh, um, honestly, this, oh, check it out. Look, if we talk about kids not being impressive, I got one for you. You're going to like this one. Uh, my son told me that he stopped believing in Santa years ago. Damn. But he knew he'd get less shit. That's <laughs> fucking brilliant. <laughs> hey, so he flipped it. He flipped it on us and, and had us thinking he was all into it. So we was like, hey, he's thinking Santa's going to bring him such and such. Yeah. That nigga played me, bro. Straight up for years. But yeah, no, nah, it was it was for a while. It was hey, talking to the oldest. Don't ruin it for your younger brother. Right. You know, but it was definitely a, a talk. Uh, I want to say at the onset it was a we not gonna do Christmas at all with with Santa. Like we'll always let it be known because I don't want to lie to the kids. And I was like, why not? Shit's fun. That's like, that black ego shit. Black people always got a goddamn yeah. You some white man got you all this shit. I'm busting my ass every day. That's not mm. ego. That's, let, no, you're, you're like killing the magic. That's well, what I. That was my thing. You don't steal joy like that from a kid. I kind of felt like that in the beginning because I felt like I was lying to to them, and I remember how I felt when I figured out that there wasn't a Santa, mm -hmm. and I ain't like that shit. Yeah. So <laughs> I, didn't, I was like, I don't want him looking at me at eight nine ten years years old right and like you've been lying to me for like 10 years yeah. but like even when i figured it out i was like okay but it was fun you know the shit was just fun talk to the mall santa mm -hmm. then go three blocks down to another mall it's a whole another nigga sitting there yeah you know like i i knew but the the dream of it was fun i remember they they had a phone number you could call and they tell you where santa Claus exactly. was yep you know, like it was, it was fun. You know, and I knew for about two or three years, and then after a while, it was like a, is Santa gonna bring me such and such? And my mom would be looking at me like, I know you know, right? You know, but let's let's do this, let's do this thing. And the way my mom did it was after you like let it be known that you didn't believe in Santa Claus anymore, all your shit was wrapped. There was nothing under the tree that was just sitting out. <laughs> what would, were you better like after they told you? That there was no Santa Claus, that they didn't, they didn't wrap your shit up anymore. Like you don't need, to, we don't need to do this shit no more, nigga. Here. Yeah, now they, <laughs> now they put in the effort to just wrap it because all right, the gifts are from everybody in the house. It's not Santa just dropping shit off, mm. and they don't have to throw away a cookie every year. Right. Yeah, it was the other way around for me. Um, when Santa would come, like he wouldn't wrap anything, so it would just be under the tree, mm. like you just walk in and see it and be amazed mm -hmm. and then afterwards it was like that where everything was wrapped hey it's funny yeah. that t says that i didn't want a lot of my kids like that and then i just f like fucking flashing through my mind was all the lies i've told my kid and saying of <laughs> <Yeah>. being the least <laughs> like the, the least consequential one is the fake right. motherfucker i like the, the way we right. lie to our kids about our, all kind of shit like what? I was just wrestling with your mom in there. I'm sorry about that. What's the, <laughs> what's happening? What? We were taking a nap. We were taking and a nap. And that's not a lie. Yeah. Because sometimes I do take a nap so afterwards. <laughs> See? You be lying. It was a loud movie. You know what I'm saying? Get back from the TV. You're going to go blind. <laughs> my, my oldest be like, I heard what you were doing. <laughs> Mind your business, boy. Mind your business. Yo, like how as dudes we could get blinded from the TV and jerking off. Oh, <laughs> I, know, I, I hated that lie. Did you, please tell me you ain't tell your son that lie. 
Not yet. No, you don't have to yet. You don't have. Maybe I'll tell him that. If you touch dick, you are gonna go blind. Bro, every time I never got told that. Like I would, I would go in my in my bathroom. Um, when I was, I guess, in my teens, I would go in my bathroom like to get some peace, right? Because of some shit going on in my house that we'll get into later on, right? So, oh. so um, I would go in my bathroom and to find peace. And my dad would fuck with me every time he walked by the bathroom. All right, now I'm gonna put your eye out in there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not jerking off. Hey, but he had strength in that you was gonna shoot that high. But bruh, bruh, he would, he would, he would say that to me like jokingly as he would walk by. Man, I remember I, we were at my uncle's house one time and we still outside barbecuing or whatever, and just me and my uncle outside, and um, I said something about I could pop my thumb, like I found that I could pop my thumb, right? And he's like, Yeah, your dad said you was real good with your hand. I'm like, you told anybody this shit? No. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what are we doing? Yo. But you know what? Like, I think a part of it was you being a kid, you're not supposed to know what that means yet. Yeah. I you did. know what I'm saying? Because when I think back to certain shit that, like, got said around my house mm -hmm. that I was just not supposed to understand because I was young. Yeah. But you catch wind of shit going to school. Yeah. You, never, you know, you know, all that sort of thing. Um. My dad would like go and grill, mm -hmm. grill master, miss my pops. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And he come in the house and everything would be up there, whatever. And my sister see my mama making a plate and be like, you ain't going to get no more chicken. And my dad like be walking outside. She don't like a lot of meat in her mouth. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm a kid though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm not supposed to catch that. Yeah. She chasing him with a shoe, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm supposed to just be like, hey, you know, that's just them. Mom and dad just going at it, hamming it up. No. But I remember when I heard that as a kid, I was like, you know what? Yeah, mom don't really eat a big portion of chicken. Mm. I wasn't thinking mm. like that. <laughs> I wasn't thinking See? that way. But like, and, and that's just how adults play back and forth. But you know what, though? That, that shit happens in like kids' movies and everything. If you go back and watch some of them, you'll be like, oh, wow, that was really throwing the innuendo out there. Yeah. yeah. Because it's for our entertainment, but the kids ain't supposed to know. They do, though, because they got all of this shit in their phones that we didn't have. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a different time. Yeah. Like, remember they were they were drawing, like, the dildos and shit on the Little Mermaid video cases, and the kids never Disney caught it? Movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kids oh, kids yeah. never caught it. <laughs> remember Zimba and Nala rolled down that hill, and she was giving him that look? Yeah. I was like, damn. I didn't think about yeah, that. Can I you, was about to ride the mm, shit out of Zimba. Can you feel this dick tonight? You know? Oh. <laughs> With Pumbaa and Timon watching. A weem away that ass away, goddammit. I see you on that symbol. Weem away. Like, oh, she aching? <laughs> Some aching. <laughs> ah. That was good. I love that song. Oh, man. All right, we approaching we approaching two hours right now. Yeah, we is. Uh, all right, let's get, let's get to our legal opinions of the week, man. If you got one. You got one? I'm going to let our guests go first. Did you? Yeah, we do this. This is something we started last episode. Uh, if you got something that you've noticed that don't even have to be current, that you feel like is an opinion that's unpopular, you can go ahead and drop it, and it'll be a legal opinion of the week if you decided to come up with one or not. I think I mentioned it to you, but I don't know if you wrote one. Yeah, I got one. Oh, yeah. Get ready. Stop telling your kids that if someone hit them, to hit them back. What? Whoa. Stop it. Why? Okay. No, okay, no, no. no. okay. Give me some more. Give me some room. I'm listening. It does not work. What is the purpose? Like, 
Yeah, defend yourself. Don't let nobody beat you up if they're actively beating you. But if someone come past and hit you, your first instinct doesn't have to be to hit them back. Like there's more than one way to handle that situation and still stand up for yourself and not get yourself in trouble. Can you choke them out? I think, that, I think that's depending on where the kid is at. Because if you're in a school where you just got that guy that's like, if I hit him, he's not going to do shit to me. They're going to keep fucking with you. At some point, you got to let them know, like, you're not that guy. I understand that. But my problem is kids don't understand that nuance. Mm -hmm. They, they don't get, they get that. punched in the fucking throat. And what ends up happening is um, kids start, like, trying to find reasons to make someone hit them. Or it just backfires. So it doesn't always work. So we got to teach our kids other ways to handle conflict than just putting your hands on each other back and forth. So don't don't hit them. Put them in the walls of Jericho. Yeah. I mean, pedigree. I'm not saying that either. Yeah, the pedigree. That'll do it. I'm just saying um, that shouldn't be your first instinct. Like getting an adult involved if you can. Or see now you I pussy. Mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna preach <laughs> yeah. to y'all. That's what you would end up being. We need to stop doing that too. Like, knock it off. Just because you get into a conflict with someone and you choose to take the high road doesn't mean you're a pussy. Uh, I think that's from a parental standpoint, though. Yeah, I would want my a kid or any kid to be like, I'm going to go and let somebody know that this is happening to me. As an adult, you're going, I'm going to go tell the authorities. I know that's, <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. Because, like, um, my kid got, it's probably a month ago. He got, I get the phone call, hey, you know, um, my kid's name and so-and-so <laughs> were, mm -hmm. were playing around, right? And the other kid hit my kid in the mouth, like kind of side mm -hmm. punched him or whatever. So mm -hmm. when I get the phone call, I'm like, okay, I can't kick this little kid's ass. Right. But I, could, I mean, you can. I could probably kick his dad's ass though. Yeah. But because I'm like, what are you teaching your kid at home? Because a lot, of, a lot of times, when a kid is it acts that way in school, they get that shit from the house. Right. Yeah. That's true. But that's not a battle that a child needs to fight. That's why I gotta beat his daddy ass. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you might have to see his daddy. Yeah, that's that's. So, but, but, but I, I hope he ain't got hands though. He, well, I'm, we gonna find out. I'm just joking. Um, like I, I can see, <laughs> I can see what you're saying though. Um, with that because. Let's say that's how you get to the altercation of he stepped on my shoe in the club. Right. And since you stepped on my shoe, yeah. I've always, I've been taught to retaliate at the very first right. sign of aggression. Exactly. And that's now exactly what I'm talking I got to do something to you. Yeah. Yeah. And that product of environment thing, though, is very real. Yeah. So we can't negate the fact that in depending on where they come from, it's fight or you might not eat today. Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so no, i completely get that um i understand what you're saying teach them a different way so that yeah. you know and but again that type of shit starts at home and if you got some ignorant parents that have always taught the ignorant way oh, you're not yeah. gonna be able to fix it oh i've had plenty par plenty of parents tell me um i told them to knock him the fuck out you know yeah. and i'm like okay but you do realize he gonna be sitting at home with you for the next two days yeah, oh, that's fine. But you know what I mean? But 
it doesn't help the situation. And I just feel like we as a people need to come out of that like ego because it's part of what's keeping us down. Like it's a mentality, a mentality that's keeping us down. I 100% agree with you, but I as a man can't tell my boys not to defend themselves. I didn't say that. I didn't say tell them not to defend themselves. I'm just saying that to automatically hit somebody back is not necessarily defending yourself. If you get hit and it's clearly they're going to attack you after that, not just defend a hit and yourself. run. Defend yourself. Yes. No, no, don't defend yourself. Finish the fight. Let them know that that shit's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, if you can. Look, yeah. so I mean, my, my, I guess my question <laughs> is when does, like, when does it stop? Okay, I get hit the first time. I'll leave it alone, right? And I'll say, hey, man, don't do that shit again. And then tomorrow I get hit again. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, well. I'll tell you. And I've told the teacher. Let's 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 add right. that. I got hit. I got hit the second day. I decided to tell the teacher. They go, all right, we'll keep an eye on it. I get hit the yeah. third day. Yeah. I, I mean, I can tell you from experience, like, because I teach my kids this. Um, tell the teacher, do what you have to do to try and get them to leave you alone. But at some point, I'm like, all right, next time he puts his hands on you, knock him the fuck out. Okay. But... I just don't want that to be their go-to. Yeah, it's not the first Off resort. Jump. Right? Is that what you mean? Not what? The, not the first resort? Right. Gotcha. That makes sense. I wanted to come from a place of I've tried every other avenue and it didn't work. And not just a, I'm not trying to be a pussy, so I'm going to knock him out and get in trouble. Okay. I mean... Yeah. Find another way to do it with your pussy ass. That's my wow. opinion. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> Gonna fry the kid in the office. You came to the office? Oh, you pussy. <laughs> and while we talking yeah. about yeah. being a pussy, keep in mind that pussies do birth children. They're some of, the, I mean, the most strongest things of creation. I didn't invent so. pussy. I didn't say you did, but um, since we're perpetuating mm. it, let's just... Oh, because pussies are soft and... Okay, I got you. Yeah, well, I, that's always been like a why you call somebody a pussy because pussies be strong than a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But dicks be hard, okay, though. I'm done. Yeah, dicks do be hard. We be hard. Be hard. <laughs> yeah, but if I if I hit it with his hard, you gonna be hurt. I, look, so if somebody if somebody cold, kick you, you know? if somebody kicks you in 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 your vajayjay, does that hurt? First of all, they'd have to have like a the biggest big toe to actually get wow, the in there. <laughs> but no. I mean, you gonna hit my pelvic bone and it might hurt, but but you always see that in movies, like you know, two females are fighting or whatever, and one of them kicked the other one in the pussy, and it's like, a, ooh, we kicked, and I'm like, ain't nothing right there though. It's a pelvic bone. I mean, it hurt. It's like getting kicked, like or getting. I don't know, hit yeah. on any other bone. But they be acting like they got like kicked in the nuts, and that's a pain. Y'all yeah. will never, Woo! ever maybe understand. You, maybe if you hit it right, because the clit is right there, it can hurt, yeah. Ugh. But the vagina isn't necessarily what hurts. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, anyway. just, I'm sitting here thinking about the pain I had in my balls the last time I got hit in the in the wrong spot. You too? Yeah, dude, just, just talking about it. I'm telling you, that is a you know every. I guarantee you, every dude listening remembers that feeling of like getting hit in the nuts. You ever like got in the car and accidentally kind of? Dog, I was nuts? just thinking about. I'm like, I'm done, I'm done to myself. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> 
I've done it to myself. You, getting out the yes. car and that bitch slide up under your leg. You're like, oh, oh my shit. God. God, oh, that shit damn. Hurts. Like, no other. And then you can't do shit nope. to drive with her. How is there a numb pain? How is there a numb pain? A numb pain. They don't make it's no like fucking sense. It's like a sack of epidural. <laughs> just, just hanging between your legs. You kick you and, and your whole back just stop working. Jesus. You know, it, oh, you know, you know it's bad because if, 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 let's say you're in a parking lot of a store and people are just kind of going back and forth from their cars and shit and if a guy like if a bunch of guys see another guy get hit in their balls the whole place All of us feel it over mm-hmm. bent over in pain it is a collective feeling like all of our balls got like a wi-fi attached yeah. to the balls close to us and we know we feel that shit you like wait somebody can hit their balls like a spider sense and shit like wait a minute where's that happening? yeah <laughs> You know, Professor X will be like, there's something happening at the mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got kicked in their ball. You feel it. <laughs> Wolverine just sitting in the corner going, gee. <laughs> oh, so I want to start a petition that um, instead of saying, calling somebody a pussy when they're being soft, call them a nut sack. Why would you do that? Because nuts are sensitive sex, as fuck. Yeah. Nah, relax. Exactly. Y'all got y'all got Miss Monopoly. You, Let's not go too far. You being a whole ball sack <laughs> with your Miss Monopoly. Yep. Oh you being God. a whole dickhead. Rub my balls on the Miss Monopoly board. <laughs> <laughs> and she's still gonna get two hundred dollars more. <laughs> I got this, look since since I'm paying for it. I got you. I got your raise right here, Missy. <laughs> Hell no. <nah. laughs> What's your legal opinion, man? Okay, my illegal opinion. Um, I was kind of flipping through the interwebs, um, not looking for anything in particular. And I came across this article, um, so I delved into it a little bit. And I gotta say, dog, I'm fucking so goddamn sick of Van Jones. Can we just cut Van Jones off from... Being the voice for black people. For those who don't oh, know, Van, CNN dude? CNN. Van Jones is, is like one of the main black dudes on CNN. And for a long time, he was cool. And I'm not going to call him an Uncle Tom or a sellout I think that's wrong. But mm-hmm. the way he starts, he's, he, he's become this flag for these like ultra conservative racist fucking people. Anytime they see him on TV saying anything, they they're saying, "Oh, well, see, since Van Jones says it's okay, then that's fine." Van Jones isn't gonna fucking apologize for going to this ultra fucking conservative convention. He said he's not gonna apologize because he went there to talk to the people, and he goes, he's got this thing where it's, um, I feel like he's got that Steve Harvey shit. You know what, Van Jones to ultra conservative. People is like the fucking Steve Harvey to women, because oh, when good. when he says the shit, the people that want to hear it start clapping. Like when Steve Harvey does that shit about men are stupid and fucking all this, women are in the back. Like just since since Steve Harvey said it, and he's a reliable <laughs> source, it's cool. Van Jones he's, he's kind of attaches himself to like this shit. Yeah, he, he's he he attaches himself to this this bullshit, and now he's starting to look like a clown to me. I remember the first time. Um, I think it was after after Trump won the office, right? And Trump was fucking calling people all kinds of names, disrespecting fucking uh, fallen military heroes, all that shit. 
He gives one speech after he finds out he's he's won. Hillary has conceded. He gives one speech. Van Jones says he just became presidential right here in that moment. He is our president. He just became presidential right then. He get, he he, he didn't. I didn't know they did. That. He didn't give a fuck about all the shit he did or said before that. But one speech. People forget fast now. It's it's fucking like and then people once he does that, people are saying, "See, this black dude right here on CNN says it's fucking it's great. He's perfectly fine." It's just crazy. Yeah, they use him as the rule and not the exception. Yeah, it's it's insane. Now, I saw him on a, the reason why I kind of got me a little fucking irritated because I saw him in an article with him and Kim Kardashian talking to her about how she her road to being a fucking lawyer and 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 prison reform, God. which is great. But why are you talking to this motherfucker about that? Yeah, yeah, I think. What's that bitch's name? I'm sorry. Rest it. My <laughs> um, I'm trying to get better with this. Uh, Tommy Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. Is, oh, is she is 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 he the black version of that? I wouldn't go that far because no, no he, he's not. I think no. he's on or, or, on his way there. Um, no, he's not. I don't think he's. I think they're two different. They're trying. They're attracting two different. Two different. Like Tommy Lauren, she would dive into that pool of bullshit like right. that. Yeah. But. Like Van Jones, moderate. yeah, yeah. I think, but she don't. He don't speak for everybody, right? And when they put black people, because I think all of them got like one. They all, they all keep a token, mm -hmm. and for whatever reason, that becomes the voice of whatever channel that they're on for Black America. So when you're watching it, you're like, "But that shit ain't how I feel at all." But people you talk know? about you need that bridge, and uh, you know, a lot. We don't need that. We don't need you as a bridge. We don't need a bridge to these people. You don't need a bridge to everybody. Right. Yeah, I think it also kind of speaks to the idea that um, we're all the same. Like we all think the same. If one of us thinks this way, then we all think that way, and that's a problem. Like we're allowed to be different. Like we're there. We're di we're diverse within our culture, right. and yeah. I think we don't get that um, a lot. Like he he did something where he said uh, he in an article he says like um, I know people call me a sellout, and I can't really fight that. Because of the shit I do, like I can't go on there and say that I'm not being a sellout because I'm going to do, I'm, I'm doing and saying these things, even though I'm trying to, I'm trying to do it from a good place. But I can see why people say that. Well, the nigga stop doing it. Like, why do you keep? <laughs> okay, that's it. Cancel because not not cancel, not cancel Van Jones, but like we got to put him somewhere else. Cause I'm tired of seeing him like speak for us, and I'm not cool with that anymore. And I, but I guarantee you that with a lot of these people that end up being the face ofs, right? Van Jones is probably another one of them that didn't plan on being in the position he's in. Yeah. Probably. And once and, and once you get there, you got to make either the moral choice to say, you know what? I'm not trying to be what y'all are steering me towards because he's not immune to the media spin either. Of them kind of placing him as an African-American in that position. Mm -hmm. Or chase that bag. Clearly, he's chosen. Mm. Otherwise, he probably would have took a look at himself and be like, nah, nah. Um, you know, because every now and then, and every now and then, I can't think of the guy's name right now, but you'll see a newscaster of, of you know, of color kind of break character and be like, I can't even do this shit no more. It's only happened a handful of times where you'll see them kind of be like, no, 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 that ain't even how I feel. 
I feel like I'm doing a disservice to the black community. And then what happens to them after that? Bro, why are you sitting down talking to fucking Kim Kardashian and and listening to her like talk about her becoming a lawyer? And all she's fucking doing is trying to find a reason so people can stop calling her whatever kind of airheaded shit they're calling her. How do you not know that this is all like she's playing a fucking game? And so is he. Do you know why he sat down with her? Because you know about it. Well, I had to look for That's it. it. I had to look for it. Yeah, but you know about it though. Yes. Yeah, you you wouldn't if you wouldn't have found it if he wasn't talking. Guess what I know. I know he's the my legal opinion of the week. God damn it. <laughs> Son of a... Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> What's yours, bro? Um I had a different one, but I'm gonna save it for next week. Okay. Because um I, I mentioned earlier we watched Get Out tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Um that movie ends in a very, very convenient place. All, all that shit happens, right? Like, you know, he goes... If you haven't seen Get Out by now, fuck your spoiler alert. You're late. So, he goes down there. He go to the white girl house. You know, all the wild shit happens. He gets out of there. He killed the whole goddamn family, yeah. including the grandmama. Yeah. The, the grandmama in the second body. He killed <laughs> everybody. Okay? Mm-hmm. His TSA buddy comes to pick him up. Mm-hmm. And they leave. Um, I hate to bust all these black people's bubble that love that movie. That nigga's going to jail. Straight up. You think so? Ain't no way around it. There's no way around it. You're not going to get them the white people that are obviously have a lot more power and organization than just uh, that family. He's going to <laughs> be like, oh, you know, yeah, he caught us red-handed. His prints you know are everywhere. <laughs> yeah, his prints is every fucking way. They definitely on that chair he was palming for hours. Oh, I don't shit. know. Maybe that's why he left there right there. That's what you're saying, though, right? I mean, yeah, and, and, and before people, because I, I hate YouTube. Like, y'all got the stupidest fucking comments. Um, somebody's going to be like, well, you know, there's a deleted scene where he, you know, he did go to jail. That's what I'm talking about. But, like, the deleted scene is not the movie, okay? When directors add that shit, they want to show you, yeah, we could have went somewhere else. The movie stands as it is, like, he went home. The win was that he stayed alive and kept his life. His life is forever changed because he just killed, like, five white people. The TSA niggas even have cars? Oh, yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah, who they chasing? The TSA dude drove oh. in his TSA vehicle. Chase him down a lost luggage, nigga? Like, well, <laughs> Maybe he take, he's the dude to take the bags to your house. And that's not they TSA. send your shit to the wrong airport. That's not TSA that, like, make you get out of the uh, loading lane? No, that's, those are cops. Oh. Or, like, a security guard, but it ain't the TSA. People. I mean, that movie was kind of funny anyway, because he becomes a detective. He finds out yeah. where, they, where he is in the woods. He came and picked him up after he murdered everybody. Is that movie overrated? And, uh, um, I'll be honest, today was the first day I had seen it in a really long time, mm-hmm. and it wasn't as good as I remember it being. Yeah, I think the acting wasn't as good. No, no. The second time I saw it, it wasn't as good. Like, I was watching it to see how my kids would react to it, and my oldest, he's super intuitive with movies, but he wants to do film. Right. He's, he's into it. And he knows how stories work. So he's... I like watching stuff with him for that reason. But for me watching it, I remember we saw it in the theater. And I was like, yo, this shit is groundbreaking. And now I'm starting to kind of feel like... Maybe my legal opinion is more about Jordan Peele. Like, his shit's not... (laughs) 
the greatest. It's more that there's so many unanswered questions, <laughs> it gives us something to talk about. Yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. Real actually. shit. Because us, I, I remember leaving like, what the fuck did I just watch? I haven't even seen that yet. Because there were so oh many mixed God. reviews about like, I, I, at first it was, it came out and the shit was hot. And then after that, it was like, actually, I would love to hear what you think about that movie. Yeah, it's not a movie you would want to watch twice. Damn, really? No. Nah. Yeah. yeah, well, I I would say twice maximum. Twice. <laughs> the first, yeah, the first time is kind of a, what the fuck did I just watch? And then you'll go back and be like, oh, that's the shit I just watched. And then you'll never want to see it again. It's not like a porn star named Twice Maximum. <laughs> twice Maximum. But, I mean, I don't know. Candyman's coming out. So we'll see what he does with that. Oh, fuck that. What are you talking about? You scared? No, I do not like like look in the mirror say not none of that. So you scared? Yes, yes, I'm scared. You know he's played like slaves in movies and shit, right? Like he's been in teachers and not, he's not real. Yeah. I know. But it's just like just, it's just fright it's just kind of it's eerie to do that cuz you walk in the bathroom there's a mirror right there and you get a little tempted. Yeah, I don't I don't like walking into bathrooms that are dark. Like, mm. I, I can't. I have to turn the light on before I enter. And maybe that's trauma. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to need them to make that shit interesting, though, because Candyman was always stupid to me because you got to call him. Well, it's that. And then you got to say his name, like, what, six times? Or three. I thought it was three. And spin in a circle or, or some something. shit. But either way. Spin in a circle. No. That's Bloody Mary. If somebody has told you, if you call him, he going to kill you. Yeah, and you go home and do it. Nah, I'm good. I'm not coming to help you. <laughs> Y'all never did Bloody Mary. That's another one I don't fuck with. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I did it once, man. It scared the fucking shit out of myself. And she's like a real legend. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. I didn't it's know a, that. I think it was a person. Yeah, it's supposed to be the ghost of oh. uh, Queen Mary, who was like the cousin of Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Oh and, shit. Um, and they fought over the crown, and Elizabeth supposedly had her beheaded. I bet her name was just Mary, and a British dude was like Bloody Mary. Mm, it was, yeah, it was the time of the mother of Scots or a queen oh. of Scots. What? <laughs> Not that kind of Bloody Mary. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> Mark just happened. <laughs> I want to look this up, though. How many times do you say Candyman? I think it's three. I I'm pretty sure it's three. One of our listeners, they'll put it in the comments for sure. We It was three times. Y'all can have that shit. Yeah, I'm, but you know what? The only thing I really like about Jordan Peele, like, when he did us, the commercial sold me. That I got five on it. That's just hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's just hard. nostalgic. How, how happy you think the loonies were? <laughs> do, 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 do. It was like, oh one shit! One claim to fame, and like we ain't we in Cali, bro. They still play that on the radio in regular rotation. Well, he he, he mixed um every day. He mixed um what what do he do for this Candyman shit? Say my name. Yeah, yeah, they flipped that too. So, oh really? Yeah, Beyonce. yeah. Can we say Beyonce in the mirror three times and she pop up in your house? <laughs> Telling this, she don't think you're ready for this jelly. Hey, hey, I'm gonna have to try that shit. Just my look, like she'll pop up with Ti and Lil Wayne from the Soldier video or some shit. 
No, she gonna pop. No, Jay Z gonna pop up, nigga. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be in the back. You you gonna risk that for blue? <laughs> Hovey baby. <laughs> Jesus. Oh shit. Hey man, we gonna get up out of here. Uh damn, we we didn't bridge two hours. See what happens when we have a guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was fun. So I wanna I wanna thank Tianita for coming through. Thank you very much, you know. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Um, see, ladies, see, see. It ain't that bad. We're palatable. Yeah. This is palatable. <laughs> and if you're making us seem like some demons. But it's okay. It's okay. Um, I'm, I'm glad that you didn't feel attacked on our show. You know. Um, we didn't We didn't appear to... Uh, We're not barbarians. Yeah. I mean, y'all are wrong, but... Oh, shit. Damn. See? 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 <laughs> See, that's what happens. Grand opening, grand closing on the ladies coming over. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you had your shot. No, I just broke the glass ceiling. Oh. oh this is her. This is her Miss Monopoly. Yeah. Oh. You can't put that shit back together. Oh damn. Oh. Okay. All right. I'm glad you All came right. through here. So. We, nah, nah, bro. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Okay. I do. I do. It was needed. It was time. Um, just so women could stop talking. Like God. God damn. <laughs> Hopefully they don't start talking about me now. Nah, you good. You good. You good. I'm sure we. Yeah, no. no audience, I know. Audiences, right. they're 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 very dangerous, but they're also fun. So. Um, yeah, yeah. Highly opinionated, and they all send the shit to me. Please stop. But um, thank y'all for coming back, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we back at you every single Sunday. Mm-hmm. We gonna get through this pandemic together, man. Um. I've been seeing some real weird shit. Some of my favorite podcasts that I listen to have been shutting down because they can't get together to do the pods. Um, I don't think we're going to have that issue because of the way that we already do it. So And because we got you. content. I think some people are running out of content. Yeah, I ain't going to say no names. People are getting a little dry around there. Woo! But just making up shit like the sports networks because ain't nothing going on. My lord, dog. <laughs> I think but, the Bleacher Report is running... Sims of Madden and people are watching them. Please stop. There's nothing on, bro. But we're here though. So tell your friends, man, if they're running out of stuff to do, uh, we got a show. We're here every Sunday. That's right. Right here for you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, look for a lot of brand new content, man. Uh, Kangol Movie Reviews is coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll, you'll see those on the YouTube channel and bonus content on the Legal Opinions Podcast. And I guarantee you, Marcus is going to disagree because he hates everything that I like. Mm. So, <laughs> until next week, man, thank y'all so much for coming. Thank you. You're allowed to have your opinion. Keep it, it's yours. But you are responsible for how you feel. This is the Legal Opinions Podcast, and we are about it. Out. Oh.